0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the latest edition of the Tetracast RPG Sites podcast. It's been kind of a crazy last couple of weeks uh, with some important news popping off. Uh, I'm Zach Reese, so your host. Uh, joining me, as always, is Josh Choraz and Adam Vitale. How you doing, gentlemen?
1: We're here. We're at it again.
0: At it again. Summer continues nice to rage on. But Brand a- new edition.
1: I know. School's almost coming up. I mean, no, We're-
0: school's already started.
1: With a lot, oh, a lot of people. No, well, my nephew is starting like next week. Oh,
0: so. It's going to be nice having the house to yourself more often. Though, I guess, because you go to work, of course, uh, I'm sure when you show up, he's already at home, right? Yeah. He's already at fifth
1: grade. I can't believe it.
0: Oh my he grew God. Up so fast. You were talking about him, his class getting computers for his yeah, coding he, class in fifth grade. That.
1: They're getting laptops provided to them, and all they're like, Work is done through like uh, submitted through Google Docs and uh, the and they have, they have like a coding course now that the because of those laptops. I mean, it I've I've heard of like you know, up.
0: yeah, I've heard like you know places uh certain uh, neighborhoods and and places and cities and stuff like that getting uh, funding for like computers and tablets and things like that. But usually, it's when it's either a you know, private school or. It's the schools that need the support, all the support that they need. I don't know if he has a school like that or if it's just a a normal public uh, elementary school. Yeah, probably just, you know, higher academic learning kind of thing. Maybe, I don't know.
2: When I I was growing up, like in middle school, all you had was like a basic computer class and it was just like a a one semester thing, like learning Excel and web browsers and that was it. Yeah, typing class. I remember in elementary, I had like an iMac and just... Well, oh no, no, no! It was like an iMac. Mac. It was
0: a Macintosh that I could play, like you know,
1: yeah, it's like Trail a, and stuff like one that. The one that had like the colored like covers on them. At the
0: no, Mac? I'm I'm talking about like farther back than oh, that. farther like, back. Yeah, yeah, I'm a little bit oh, older yeah. than you, so I I have a little more experience with like the the mm-hmm. older computers. Yeah, playing like Oregon's Trail and stuff like that in elementary school. Uh, IMAX. Monty's? We had like graphic design. Yeah, uh, like Math
1: Blaster. Blaster. I remember that. Math
2: Blaster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: we uh, did have some other games, and they like ChexQuest. Quest. Games like that. (laughs) Pretty awesome. Yeah, like we had uh although when I got into high school, um I was in my graphic design course and all we did was like we installed Halo one on the computers and played against each other on Land. That's the right answer. Went to the the other room played like So like Soul Caliber two and Smash Brothers in the other (laughs) room and then I think I even had like a japanese import copy of advent children <laughs> i Good. was watching that and i was watching and someone like i changed the background and that computer is used by someone else's class and so we were leaving like post-it like little notepad and the computer like the post-it program it's a, it's like a little bit pretty it was pretty much that and they just wanted a copy of it so i left a copy in the in the drawer for them That's to watch. So it. Cool. yeah it was, it was a really funny thing to do uh but it we apparently um this girl and her friend wanted to watch the movie, so that was like the only source of contact. <laughs> Otherwise, we were just screwing around and then doing one project a month, pretty much. So that class was pretty, pretty laid back, except for the teacher who was always hitting on the girls. So that was awkward. Hmm. Uh, was it education. Ate, like
1: this?
0: It was the best education, but yeah, that coding class for your nephew—that's uh, insane that they would be teaching them so young. I, I, I don't know I, what just kind just, of I, coding I, is I, it, like HTML I, I, or just something like. C- I'm gonna go ask my nephew when he starts it yeah like what what would could they be teaching unless he's it's not like they had electives back then so he had to like be told that's just part of his curriculum for such a young age so that's bizarre uh, but i also of course want to welcome back the return of kyle campbell welcome back
3: hello it's good to be back
0: so yeah i um so moving hi ahead, kyle uh, kyle like the I to say something earlier
3: I think. Oh, no. I was going to tell a stupid story about how I used to be a TA for a computer class for like uh-huh. the eighth grade kids. And I was in the grade, I was in grade 12. And I don't know why I did this, but I, there was this program we had on like, I, cause I had like an administrator account because I was a TA. And um, I had this program I had could like take over like all of the student machines and most of oh the, my like, most of the, uh, it's the, like IT uh, uh, has the, uh, well, yeah. Yeah, it was like really ridiculous permissions for a student and also most of the staff computers for some reason I sent I don't know if you've ever heard this song America by Ramstein and I sent it to every yeah. computer on
0: in op- America
3: Yeah, I sent it <laughs> to ev- every single computer in-, in the school so I walked out into the hallway I got in lots of trouble for this so I, I, I bet like, I can, okay, I back. if it's not I like bet. software why are you doing it and then, and then, and then and, 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 you walk out into the hallway and you just hear we're all coming from like every classroom
0: <laughs> that <laughs> it was the biggest troll you could be doing to the high I
3: don't even know why I did it I just thought it was hilarious and then they're like oh we're not sure we're going to give you the credits for your oh. TA and I'm like I, I, I like pleaded like ignorance I'm like I didn't know it was going to do that like I totally knew it was going like... to do that
0: was it pre Rickroll days? Is that when you were doing that?
3: I don't know why I did it. I just thought it was really funny because it's such a like like abrasive like loud song. <laughs> it's like you you risked everything for something so ridiculous. It, it was totally worth it.
2: It was. I totally respect that. I respect it. that. I think this is. I think this is slightly funnier because I'm assuming you went to high school in Canada, and not America. So it just makes it just a teensy, a teeny bit more yeah. funny. <laughs> it's a good scene about America. Although then again, the song is about mocking America and the. Crazy
0: in the stupid yeah. things we do. So, <laughs> yeah. that, it been, was because it it's really... it's from a German band. So come on, it's <laughs> <Right>. even <laughs> yeah. better. A German band singing about America in Canada. So
3: <laughs> I don't use my mother's tongue. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh gosh! Before we can recite more Ramstein songs, so <laughs> I want to move on to some light housekeeping first. Um, Alex and Andrew have just about wrapped things up with Gamescom 2016. Uh, so they have. They will have plenty to talk about when they return. Uh, I know that they played a little bit of Scalebound. They played the new Nier Automata game and World of Final Fantasy. So we should be hearing a lot more about that. Uh, We don't currently have one on the site, but we'll soon have a review for Deus Ex Mankind Divided uh, in the next day or two, along with a video. uh, Care of Darren, who's been doing a great job. And I think he beat the game, so I'll have uh, some good coverage for that. And so expect a lot more on the site. Um, Alex has already said he loves the game. And so uh, their embargo is up, so we can just say that right now. Yeah, he loves the game. Uh, he seemed pretty excited about it as he was playing it and telling us uh, as we were handing out in the chat room. Yeah, so, I'm, I'm excited to have my copy preloaded. I'm, I'm ready to go. Ready to get into it. So let's do that as well. Let's get into it. Uh, before we get into the important news of the past couple weeks, Course, like to discuss the games that we've been playing since the previous podcast, and so let's start with you, Josh, since you're ready to go, as you said. Uh, all right, so you have a review up on the site for this game, well, not so much a review, just uh, no, sorry, it was a review for yeah. uh, Super robot Wars OG The Moon Dwellers. Now, we talked about this last time, but mm-hmm. you've been putting more time into it. Um, where, where. Where have you been... Uh, what have you been into in that game since we last talked? How far? Uh,
1: so l- last time when we talked, I barely got me a little over 10 stages in. I have the game completed. Obviously, the review's up. Uh, most of my thoughts are on that. But I I was really surprised at like, how much I actually enjoyed it in terms of like structure because... Uh, these games, uh, these SRW games are kind of infamous for, like, you know, padding enemies and whatnot, and, and it this still does have, like, a little bit of that problem at the end game where, you know, stages can just, can just take, like, uh, one to two hours and just these are, by themselves.
2: These are strategy RPGs, right? Yes, they're
1: strategy RPGs. Totally.
2: So, sometimes, you know, yeah, sometimes those levels can take
1: forever. Yeah, you do have the difficulty ramp, especially, like, on hard mode, you have, like, raised stats, and, uh, you know, everything seems a lot beefier, and, uh, you take more damage and whatnot. And so, like as a result, since more there's a lot of enemies, a lot of HP it can lead to long maps. but like there there's only one or two stages at the end game that really uh have a big problem with like enemies that keep on showing up, and it takes forever. but overall, like i they do a much better job in this game in like, compared to like recent installments of like just having uh a decent amount of like enemies on this uh, like at the stage without any like crazy reinforcements of like twenty or thirty units showing up. And which will take add on like another like say half an hour to an hour uh really enjoyed it i always am a, it's weird to say that like i'm a big fan of like the the plot in these uh original generation games they're not like innovative or anything but they they do just enough to like satisfy like what i like about those games they, they leave a lot of uh threads hanging and at the same time they come back and loop around to it so, like one game, there will be like an offhand mention of like something about uh like the antagonist and this part of the antagonist, and then they revisit that in the next game because that aspect links to the current plot line that they're trying to introduce. so like the the whole world design and like making everything consistent with one another uh i, I always I've always been uh, a big fan of that. Uh, and of course, just i I can't be stressed enough that like the new battle animations the just the sprite work in these games are just so goddamn amazing. And uh, it continues to impress. And of course, uh, these OG games are uh, pretty. The, a sequel is practically always guaranteed for them because they always yeah. have a big. Because it's money. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, so. it, it, it makes a lot, definitely make a lot of money. Uh, OG games less so than the licensed ones because licensed ones have like the you know, notable right. series in there. It's the draw. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, it's there. There's a lot of like you know, uh, like like certain stages in that that you the. SRW veterans like know from past games like oh okay that's the story they're gonna tell next in the next installment so that's always very exciting I was very it's it's weird like when I made a big like deal about the local English localization of that like it's only really rough like in the first like half of that game it kind of like smoothens out just a tad bit like at the like at the later half of that game there's still like you know grammatical and spelling errors here and there but it's not as like obvious and upfront about it as in like the op- opening parts and I-, I don't know if that's just me like uh, subconsciously like mentally coping with it already that like it's like it and it doesn't even yeah. register with me anymore so I have no idea if that's actually the case or not but I was like oh okay they-
2: they- it doesn't seem as apparent anymore it's still there but not like as up in your face. Now I'm not that familiar with these games mm-hmm. mostly through what you've said and shown Mm-hmm. Um, but like this type of series, it seems like it's, you know, a little bit outrageous, a little bit, just kind of crazy and nuts, you know, oh, yeah, it's all, um, yeah it's silly, totally. that's silly, silly, but like, it doesn't take itself seriously. Oh, so no, it kind of seems like, um, having a translation that's a little bit wonky or, you know, whatever isn't like a deal breaker, no, it's just kind of, no. you know, it's, it's not ideal, but it's not necessarily like ruining of what you can get in terms of enjoying dialogue or characters. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it, it's it's one of those games. Like, it's not like you're trying to make like a. They're not telling you t- like a tragic like backstory. Like, say like as emotionally investing as like a Final Fantasy game and whatnot. Like, if you if you had like grammatical and typo errors in the, in those games, you know, for like the types of uh plots that they try to tell, like it, it would definitely ruin some of them and that would, like, alienate, like, you know, a good chunk of, like, say, like, uh, you know, like, Aeris' death scene in Final Fantasy VII. If, like, like, Sephiroth, like, uh, made, like, a typo error in, like, the dialogue box, (laughs) as he's, like, you know, (laughs) like, that'd be uh, just a big disconnect and whatnot. But in these games, it's not not really that big of a deal overall. Um, And then, uh, aside from that, I've been... There's, like, one of the free, like, my... A small a window frame of like free time to go through my backlog. So I've tried to get more into Doom and it's in one hell of a game so far. I'm just only in the opening parts. I only stopped the shotgun, but
2: man, one I hell of a see... game. I see what you did.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> it, it, it's, I, I've been craving like, like
1: a, a fast FPS for, uh, for a while, especially one with a good single player campaign. So this just fits right in. It feels like Doom It it moves uh, very quickly. I'm playing it on the, on the PC so and especially,
2: uh, especially when you've been reviewing like RPG or yeah. games like like Odin's Fear and Grand Kingdom and mm-hmm. Moon Dwellers and then like I just want you just want something, you know, just shoot the demon's head off.
1: Yeah, yeah. definitely. <laughs> I, like, I, I uh, alternate between this and, you know, uh, the occasional Rocket League as well, because that's just that that's a, one of those like safe games that I have that like if I don't know what I want to play, I, I, I can always boot up Rocket League and know I'll have a great time with it.
3: Wait till you get the BFG in Doom because what it does, what it does in this game specifically, it shoots a like a big ball that like it like hooks to the enemies and it doesn't like make them explode right away. But once it's it's hooked a certain amount, then it explodes and they everything in the room like explodes oh. and it just looks like like red rain everywhere. Nice once you get it. I it's really satisfying. All the weapons are really satisfying in that.
1: Yeah, I'm looking forward to more time with that. Also, since I mentioned Rocket League a bit earlier. Um, and I guess in the September update, they're going to get power-ups as well in that game. And that game is already crazy enough, so I'm I'm looking forward to like uh, just getting back into that even more because they have like crazy power like grappling hooks and tornadoes and just, what a game. What a game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's about it on my end. I mean, uh, there's kind of like the calm before the storm before because September is going to be freaking crazy.
0: Yeah, game with really was. long games that you have to dive into and we'll talk a little <laughs> bit about some of those in a bit but um they keep announcing more and more games <laughs> this is yes. pretty much what we're experiencing right now so it's it's this is definitely not a shortage especially if you're a fan so it's it's been pretty much moon dwellers and doom then for you mm-hmm. yep it seems like you've still been pretty busy and so let's move right into Kyle now this is something aside from doing those nice diablo 2 streams for us which we appreciate i'm sure you don't mind getting back into those old experiences from like 15 years ago uh, you've also been joining uh jumping into another game that seems to have quite a following a path of exile talk to us a little bit about that
3: so after um i was doing the streams for uh, on diablo 2 i ended up playing through the game with a front diablo 2 again fresh with a, an old friend and we just kind of caught up and uh, that game holds up extremely well of course one of the best games ever but what what I once we completed, I was like, I kind of want to try a new action RPG. That one of the newer ones, like Torchlight or uh, Grim or, Dawn. Uh, the vague yeah. style, <laughs> Grim Dawn. I've been me. Grim Dawn cost twenty bucks, so that's why we didn't choose it. But I'm glad we. Oh, so to
0: expensive! <laughs> it's been on. It's been on sale. A bit it's. It was early access forever until it came out like a few months.
1: I ago. I, I kind of want to dip into Grim Dawn like whenever I get the chance because I I I really did like Titan Quest and I know that's from the same developers. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. yeah, same same uh lead uh, same key staff,
3: but it's a great game. But anyway, we'll talk in Path of Exile. So please continue. So Path of Exile, to me, feels a lot... It's very much a game designed by hardcore Diablo 2 fans, and I don't mean hardcore <laughs> as in the hardcore league. I mean just really <laughs> big fans of Diablo 2. Um, it's obviously a very a much more dark, more realistic game. Obviously, I don't want to say realistic, but a more, a more grim... Uh, I don't want to say gothic because it's not gothic, but... It's, are you talking about more close to it's, real it's, it's, yeah. it's, It doesn't look like Warcraft like Diablo 3 did. But uh, <laughs> yeah. here, he, here's the interesting thing about Path of Exile. So first of all, it's completely free to play, and it doesn't have intrusive microtransactions at all. All you really pay for is uh, like stash tabs, and there's cosmetic items. And the stash tabs, you get four of them to start with, and most items only take up one slot. So uh, in your your main stash, I think a page is like 150 points so you can put 150 items in theory in there so obviously that they give you a lot it's a very grinding gear games is a very small team based out of new zealand or is it australia it's one of the two (laughs) somewhere in that continent yeah yeah somewhere down there but um the interesting thing about this game is it's very there's two things that define it it's mechanics there's the passive skill tree and there's the gem system and interestingly enough they're both very inspired from past final fantasy games the passive skill tree is a massive thing where it's not like in diablo 2 or a lot of these games where when you gain a level you get 5 points and you put them into vitality or dex or whatever like you get it in this game you get 1 point and the passive skill tree think the sphere grid from final fantasy 10 it's, it's like that But this
0: is much bigger than the oh, yeah. But I saw oh yeah oh you know, yeah way bigger
3: it, in, in yeah it, i was about to say it's like the it's like the sphere grid on steroids <laughs> yeah um and your character are def- you you get one point each level i think i think level cap is 80 i'm not entirely sure oh my it's gosh like...
0: for that much uh, that big yeah. of a sphere grid S- style <laughs> it's,
3: yeah it's yeah much. and the. Yeah, it's not. See, the thing about well, the, one of the things about this game is you can. It's like Diablo 2 where you can. Sc- it's you can't respect, so you can screw up your character permanently. Oh to the point where, Sorry. Yeah, to the point where you can refund individual points, but you're never going to have many of those refunds. You only get like a few each playthrough, but from certain quests. But can you pay spirit- for those? No. Uh, I was going to say, like, can you do that, or like? I mean, the only other thing is that I bet you're like. People have their eyes glued to guides about the oh, best yeah
0: spec builds
3: yeah the it's not it's not a very, it's not a forgiving game at all like if I were to draw a comparison on like difficulty um, and how unforgiving it is this would be like if Diablo three was Persona four this would be Nocturne so um, just the dark souls
0: it, of action RPGs yeah, <laughs> yeah sure clones.
3: yeah but but the. But it's it, the skill tree is really fun just because it allows you to like create a build um, however you want like there's a character, there's actually a class you unlock halfway through or more like three quarters of the way through the game called the scion and she starts in the very center of the grid Each other class starts on a certain part and the skills that are most helpful to them or the points rather are close to where they start but this the scion she can start in the center you can go for however you want it's a blank slate but also, Another, the other thing that's very much inspired by an old final fantasy is the gem system uh so you don't uh you don't uh, gain skills in this by leveling up you you gain skills by finding gems and this game is all about socketing gems into items what Does that remind you of it's materia from final fantasy 7 yeah
0: it's a socket in things yeah so
3: yeah and it's it's a lot more in depth than that uh of course but um i love materia but uh so you gain you gain, um, you get gems just by you know killing items, doing or killing enemies, doing quests, so on and so forth, and you can socket them in your your items. Now your there are three different kinds of gems. There's three different colors: there's red, blue, and uh, green. And generally, they're sometimes on an item you can link them. You know, linking is literally just like like a little line like connects them. So there's yep,
0: there's the comparison I was looking for. Because I was thinking, like, I know in Diablo you can socket uh weapons and armor and stuff like that, but if you're linking them together, it's like when you put all in cure with the materia, then you can cure all. Mm -hmm. So
3: Yeah. So like for example, like this game, you get your skills from the gems. So uh and this game is like crazy theory crafting. You might as well like it just it just gets ridiculous. (laughs) And the the like I but the the what i really love about this game is how you create skills like you really just can make whatever you want and i had a support gem that gave me multi shot i was a i can't even remember i'm just going to say i was a ranger and uh, it gave me three multi shot arrows just like the the amazon in diablo 2 but um i saw so, i socketed it with like a another a blue gem that gave me frozen shots. so i had like mul- my arrows weren't just multiplying they would they would freeze targets as well. That's awesome. Um, And there's, there's so many like unique uh, things you can come up with. It's so, so inventive. and so much fun. The, um, I remember towards the end, I had a, a a greater uh, multi shot. So I had like eight, I had like six arrows and uh, I had, uh, instead of just a frozen elemental or gem connecting to it, I had a uh, one that each time it hits a target, it was a different element. So like, I would shoot and hit a, a group of enemies, and one, one of them would get electrocuted, one of them would catch on fire, one would freeze. <laughs> um, it just got really, it got really so silly. So you're like an but elementalist was, ranger. Yeah, but it's a really, really fun action RPG. This is the most That's fun so I've had, cool. in one of these uh, for a long, long time, as far as new ones, that is. But it it's completely free to play the year there's a new expansion for it i should say all of the expansions are free too there's a new expansion called atlas of worlds and it's oh, coming oh on...
0: that's crazy free expansion too that's nuts yeah
3: Sorry. it's coming out on september 2nd um this game is often pointed to as like how to do free to play um all of the everything that you buy off off their stores basically just cosmetic aside from the stash tabs um And you're only gonna have to worry about that. Like I played this whole game uh, for about took about 14 hours, like just the normal difficulty, because this game works like Diablo, where there's another difficulty after that, and you play through and you get better loot and all the enemies level up, blah blah blah. Um, I don't remember what it's called. I'll just say it's called Nightmare. And um, and uh, that that there's ton. I played through 14 hours and I never once felt like I wanted to buy something or I needed to buy something. It really felt like like a triple A game. Uh, that is just happens to be free um it does require an internet connection because it's a client server uh uh infrastructure but if when you're free you can't really complain um but it's it's really really impressive like i remember playing this back in 2013 when it was in uh alpha and i remember thinking like oh this feels very bare bones yeah yeah
1: that's how i felt too i I played it way back when and like i know that i was like uh i i like necromancer classes so i like when i tried to play with friends they were like it was kind of unbearable for them to play with me because i'd always have like tons of my minions on screen and it's like well shit (laughs) Mm
3: -hmm. yeah they've improved with so much since then like they've they added um there's been three expansions but like for example the last expansion ascendancy it added these things called uh uh, they're, they're like these puzzle rooms and i never thought i would like doing puzzles in an action rpg but like like for example one where like there are all these like uh like traps like these buzz saws that would run around on the floor and you had to run around them in like perfect order or else they would get you so like wow. literally like, like a table saw going back and forth okay. and you had to like get through it and we didn't solve all of the trials of ascendancy so i don't know what happens when you beat it but there's it adds a lot to the game. Um, there's so many little things. They, I don't remember. I, to be honest though, since I haven't played it since then, I don't know what's from an expansion or what might have just been patched in. But it's a, it's a really excellent game, and I would say if you. The advice I would give is like it's it's a very intimidating game, especially when you first open the passive skill tree. It's like, oh my fucking god! Um, <laughs> it, it, I'm sure if you took like,
0: the sphere grid and like like zoomed out, it would be just as bad. But no pretty worries.
3: pretty much, yeah, that's what I would think too. And you can't really fuck the sphere grid up, um, but the, the chances are if you play this, that your first character is going to be garbage after a while. Like you won't be able to do the like hardest stuff. Um, but I. You know what? I would say if you just want to like even do like a short little co-op thing with friends, it's completely free, and I re- highly recommend it if you like action RPGs. Awesome! Nice. Yeah, that's it's
0: Path of Exile has always had some sort of appeal to me. I know my brother plays it quite a lot, and so I, I was always interested in it. Just haven't gotten around to it, especially because yeah, when I last played it, it was pretty bare bones as well a couple years ago. So. Glad to see that it's been growing since then, and it seems to have a very sizable community of players. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm definitely going to be checking it out sooner or later. Um, so I know that Adam, you've been pretty busy packing up, getting ready to move out. But between yeah. those times, you've been also playing uh, a
2: pretty beautiful uh, card-based RPG called *Combatant Kaitos Origins*. And, yeah. And- so yeah. So I'm I'm moving soon, so I haven't had a lot of time. And what I kind of decided to do in this month was so I I grew up with a twin brother, and you would know Zach. Like when so when we had RPGs like this, there are some games that I kind of played through that my brother would kind of watch. Yeah, And then, yeah. Some, and then some games he would play through, and I would kind of watch. We definitely did that. I, and, yeah. <laughs> and I kind of, and I kind of just decided to play some games that I didn't actually play, but I kind of am familiar with them because I watched them being played. Um. So like. <laughs> Uh, last week, or a couple weeks ago, I actually played through Shadow Hearts 3 from the New World. Okay.
1: Um, yeah, it was a cool game. I actually like that. Not as much yeah, as the second, uh, but...
0: It recently yeah, it, had its, its pretty... 10th anniversary, so...
2: Pretty yeah, and, uh, yeah it's, pretty, it's pretty much a clone of the second Shadow Hearts, only with kind of weaker characters and even sillier. And I know the second Shadow Hearts is pretty darn silly, but... Covenant it just... was pretty awesome, though, so... <laughs> uh, anyway, so Baton Kaito's Origin is one of those games I wanted to play through... Um, so this is a GameCube exclusive. It's from Monolith Soft. And I just kind of, I knew my brother really liked it. I knew the game seemed to be pretty well, pretty well received. So I tried it out and I'm really enjoying it. It's got a card based system. Um, and it's a little bit hard to describe, you know, I'm not gonna go through all the rules or anything, but it's, it's just, it kind of works well and it's smart and how you can basically, you, you, you decide which cards you want to put into your deck. And then as battles play out, it's, um it's somewhat random what cards show up but you you have the ability to discard cards and you know link them together and certain cards only work with certain characters so it's kind of like this it's a turn-based game but it doesn't feel turn-based at all it's pretty pretty active yeah you're always shifting through like your deck your cards seeing what the turn order is seeing you know checking your of course your character health and stats and seeing what card you have in your hand, and you can also see what the upcoming card is. So it's you're basically always like, like it's very quick in terms of having to decide, you know, what cards do I use? What cards do I save for later? What do I discard outright? And it's it, it's actually really, really neat. And I think some of the, I think the story elements and the English voice acting is, is pretty good as well. And uh, I actually decided to buy the original Baton Kaido's um, which no, I know, oh, yeah. that came out before this game. In fact, I believe Bait and Kaito's Origins is called Bait and Kaito's 2 in Japan. Yeah, um, it, but it is, it's but prequel. this is a prequel. Yeah, yeah. So, and I, I know the first game doesn't seem to be as well-received. Um, you know, this is obviously, this Origins improved on it in several ways but I, and I know you you can, apparently I'm told you can kind of play them in either order and they kind of, they kind of spoil each other. So it doesn't really matter which order you play them in, but I'm enjoying it enough. Like, you know what? I want to buy a copy of the original and play through that at some point too yeah rachel had, a, had interesting ideas. is it just the, it's just more fully fleshed out in origins kind what they're trying me, to
0: go for kind of reminds me of lufia when you try to play those out of order even if one's like the sequel is a prequel yeah. that's such <laughs> so a you're weird still, thing.
1: you're still screwed anyway yeah
0: especially because like the opening moments spoil the whole game so yeah are any of them on the uh, virtual console lufia sure. no i don't no, no, i, I don't, don't think so lufia, but definitely it's... not i would love it if it was but no definitely not yeah, oh, I, don't I, don't, I don't
2: think there. Yeah. I don't think there are any GameCube games on. Are there any G- G- GameCube games on Virtual Console? It's weird, as I know Wii I, I has. Know. Some... I don't think. So. I know. Wii, I know. No, I, know no, no. Wii, uh, uh, I know there are some Wii games. On yeah, sorry, virtual that's console. But are there any GameCube games? Like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think oh. so, just because it. They, I
0: guess they configure. They can make like an HD remaster and make money, like they yeah. did with Wind Waker and stuff like that um so i think it's that maybe they could totally do it but they just didn't want to so maybe we'll see that with like the the next system especially if like nintendo nx is supposed to be using a different type of processor it means backwards compatibility isn't so doable anymore so you can't just pop a, a gamecube disc into the wii or something to enjoy it that way so it's like now they have to figure out a way to like Fill their library, so why not look to the GameCube? Look, more? man, if
1: I could, if, if like all the NX things are true about it, like you can take it on the go and it plays GameCube games. If I could take, if I could play GameCube games on the go,
0: that'd be pretty damn
1: awesome. Oh, yeah, it yeah,
3: would.
0: But
1: yeah, uh, I always mean, wanted
3: to play Resident Evil Zero on the go. I always wanted to play go.
0: Billy Hatcher
3: on the go. Wait, oh. yeah, Game,
2: GameCube has always <laughs> kind of been, GameCube has kind of always oh, no, been touted that. as, uh, like, it doesn't, the GameCube doesn't have like, it didn't have a lot of third-party support, no. and it doesn't. And it doesn't have like a huge, vast library, but it has some exclusives that are just some freaking amazing exclusive yeah, and, games. I love the GameCube. And well. I, I would put Bait and Kaidos as one of my favorites. Like, I'm really, I'm, I'm. I've, it's a two-disc game, and I think I'm. Kind of close to the end of the first disc. I'm not sure, but at this point, I'm like really enjoying it, and I would say it's definitely one of my favorites on the system now. So
0: got a great soundtrack too, so that. Helps. Oh yes,
2: great soundtrack. It's Sakuraba, but um, what's kind of funny was I was playing Golden Sun not too long ago, and there are some. Sakuraba is kind of known for this where he just borrows tracks from other games and just tweaks them slightly and places them in his other in oh, every art. every big composer
0: Umatsu does that all the time too so <laughs> it makes
2: sense like Lost Odyssey is not
0: that far removed from Final Fantasy with I still music. think the quintessential Sakuraba uh, OST is
1: Residence of Fate because it just has like the right of our butt rock in it that's like oh, yeah. it uh, that Sakuraba
0: <laughs> Is not it. it didn't Sakuraba is he did he also do the Souls music
2: is yeah that... uh, uh, <laughs> uh, some of it What's yeah. kind of weird about Sakuraba is he, he like he has a style that he uses for like Tales and Star Ocean and Valkyria uh, Chronicles <laughs> those games. I guess not Val- so much Valkyria Chronicles more militant. So well, he didn't do Mil- Valkyria Chronicles.
0: That was oh, Sakamoto.
2: Sakamoto. I'm, I'm mixing them two together. Yeah, Sakuraba and Sakamoto. But yeah, his his Dark Souls stuff is so different from everything else. You yeah. Know? yeah, it's yeah. definitely <laughs> dark. I, I mean, yeah. obviously, it fits the, those games better. It's great. Um, it's awesome. I wish I'd let, let them explore that more, because I really want to hear more Sakuraba in that phase.
0: Absolutely,
2: yep. yeah. And the, the, just one last thing I want to say, so, about bait and Kaito's, um, this is more of a criticism, and it's just kind of awkward, and I don't know if you remember this, but like, quest progression, how it works is you kind of get these blank, they're called Magnus cards, and when you're going around the world, you you find different like items they're they're really like sources of items around the world like a fireplace and you can store a blaze in a card or you go to a rainfall and you can store rain in a card. yeah yeah that's i I do very and then like some items can age so as longer you hold them they change into different things and then you can mix them together and then there are like a ton of like these miniature like side quests they're kind of like mini side quests where you kind of collect items and give them to different characters and there's also kind of like an adventure game type progression where sometimes it's like i need medicine so you need to find a cotton ball and then it ages into cotton gauze and then you mix it with antiseptic and you make a medic kit and then you give it to them so it's it's some of that stuff i think is a little bit awkward and kind of you have to backtrack a bit so that's probably the one thing about this game that uh it's probably the least enjoyable part about Mm -hmm. it. It's kind of this awkward adventure game stuff, but it is kind of still, uh, it's still a little bit different and interesting because it's, you know, not many RPGs kind of have this like adventure game collecting, like and mixing items to use in quests and things. So it's, but it's, 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 it's unique, I guess. Yeah.
0: It does a lot of different things, a lot of unique things about it. I think that's what the bigger appeals for that series is. And I, I really wish they would continue with it just cuz it was so interesting at the time. I kind of wish that they did more with like the Wii U cuz there's so many there was so much potential for games like, you know, card-based oh, RPGs and strategy maybe, RPGs. Maybe, Wii U maybe, there was so much
2: potential. I'm, there yeah, is. Maybe, I mean, maybe maybe, <laughs> yeah, maybe because they're maybe because they're maybe now that they're done with Xenoblade, they'll work on a and Kaitos 3. I don't, know. Uh, I don't know it's like that xeno <laughs> the xeno uh series has got some recognition
0: i mean what wasn't cold was that like the new one isn't that like is that 3ds is that 3DS what they just they just put it out for or they just i don't know if it's out yet but they announced in japan actually no yeah. i think it's still in development i, I and i know it's for 3ds so i don't know if it's out or not yeah just think like uh... Every time I think about it, like all these great games that came out so long ago, how well they would, you know, transition, I think a lot of fans were hoping for that. So you were talking about the NX and being able to take it where you go, so I'm kinda of interested to see if like you can take uh, the game where you go and have fun with that. I don't, I don't want it to be like the NX, be like a portable VMU or something like that, where like <laughs> you can sort your decks on the go and they come home and play the real game. It's, I want to actually, you know, see what they do with that and hope it's not just a uh, Wii U but in a different, you know, more portable form. That seems ridiculous, but um, who I guess, knows? I guess we'll see. I mean, we can play the speculation game all we and want, it's but best. apparently, there's supposed to be a, a big event this fall for the. NX is, um, you know, yeah. coming out so.
2: parties. I would hope so.
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: hopefully. I mean the game. The, I mean the system comes out in uh, what March or it's supposed to be, and oh, they. Yeah. I think in like press releases, all they've said is they're working on NX, but otherwise, everything else we know about it is through rumors and leaks. So yeah. they, they haven't said anything.
0: The only thing we know is Just Dance is going to be on there, and um, uh, Dragon Quest X recently, or X, whatever you want to put it, was recently cross was recently announced for uh nx as well so yeah. they and and you know 11 might, might might as well be because they leaked that uh they accidentally
2: full, they kind of like announced it and then they kind of like retracted. retracted it like me we're just considering it okay. Some,
1: something <laughs> else had the nx logo in it and i'm trying to remember what it was it was like um, the of a trailer
3: Well, uh, oh, that's just dance or whatever
0: no it was it was another game
1: um i try to like it escapes me but yeah i think it's like an indie maybe
0: no.
2: I'm not What's sure. Game.
0: I'm gonna find this up before. To <laughs>
2: I, I know what you're talking about. Like they. they it was it, a logo at the bottom. Yeah, it had a logo, and we didn't know if it was like the fake, like a mock-up logo or the real logo for NX. And it's like I remember and this. And then, then there's the, they had it
1: for the Just Dance one at E3. He's like, okay, so that is the logo. Okay.
2: <laughs> I'm gonna. Awesome. I'm gonna
0: look this up. No, oh, it was Project Sonic. That was it. Oh, yeah, that's the right. Sonic game. Yeah, the right. Sonic game. I was there, and I totally forgot. <laughs> so, <laughs> but yeah, the new Sonic game is going to be out there as well. And it's supposed to be out um, least in late 2017, so obviously we'll have a better idea. Like Usually when you think about the what the system, what a console is capable of, you're talking about like, uh, the like the end of the year or the, the following year is when it's going to be like really... The big first-party titles and more impressive third-party titles. It's kind of crazy because I think they said like in the was it the Sony Neo is going to have a its own reveal in September, early September. And I was just thinking, you know, either they're going to announce it, put that system out alongside the uh, PlayStation VR, and then have a bundle with that or something like that, or they're going to announce it for the spring and interrupt Nintendo's party. <laughs> so I was wondering about how they're going to approach that. And apparently, I think they're saying like the NX is not much different from the current uh, release of consoles, but it all comes down to software, and I just hope that now that they've got the Wii U, um, done with, it seems, because they're not really promoting it anymore, uh, except for Paper Mario, but they're, it doesn't seem like they're going to be putting much effort into that either. Uh, I don't think that was even one of the... Was it like the, they didn't even have that playable A3 or anything like that, and it felt nope. weird, so it's, it's kind of depressing at the same time. Even if people have their issues with Color Splash, I think it's still kind of silly. But um, now, as, as far as, well, what I've been playing, Josh, you were talking about, mm-hmm. or at least Adam was also saying this as well, that you got kind of tired of playing so many RPGs and you wanted to play something different for a change. I've been playing something completely different with MetaGear Solid Five. So I think since the game came out last September, um, I've probably done about... 18 20 reviews of different oh. rpgs so far since then and so i haven't really had the time to do it and i knew if i was going to play this game it was going to be a huge time commitment uh, just because the way that's the way i play it and the way i do reviews is i tend to or almost practically always beat the game before giving my impressions so i've got that type of mentality that i need to be sort of either be uh, really deep and get the best ending possible, or be a completionist.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: which I'm not always, but I've got that urge too with this game. And it's probably still not the best time to be doing this because I've got other things on the wings. But I wanted to spend a lot of time with this game just because Look,
1: man, I, we have time. We have limited time as is. We gotta get every second of like freedom. All the free time we that. can to play the games yes. we want to. Yeah, especially
0: <laughs> if uh you know we want to make sure. We'll grow on the side as we have been. But uh, yeah, um, I've always been a gigantic Metal Gear Solid fan since the first one came out. I was at such a young age, I was completely blown away about what they could accomplish. You know, even today, when you go back and look at Metal Gear Solid 1, they did some amazing things with the restrictions that they had with the original PlayStation, with everything being like stupid polygonal with like really bizarre shapes and sizes. I mean, I love Final Fantasy Seven, and I like, being a kid, seeing the first like that CG of the train uh, blew my mind as a child. I, 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 it didn't take that long until it felt completely outdated. Medigar Solid, I think, still holds up, even if you look too close to the character models. I think, like, the environments and the mood and the story it told and its blockbuster style action scenes, it's and they the great characters, it yeah, it
1: looks great, like, like still very impressive.
0: Sniper Wolf, still one of the best characters ever. I, I decided to jump into this, and so I, um. And like I said, I didn't want to play it until I had some additional free time. So, played through Ground Zeroes, got through that. Um, actually, what I did is that um, late last year, maybe it was late last year, maybe it was early this year, I had some other free time. It couldn't have been late last year. I was playing Yakuza 5 and Trails of Cold Steel at the same time, which was almost a nightmare. Because oh. uh, like, Trails of yeah. Cold Steel is like 90 hours, Yakuza 5 was like 60 hours or something. It was... <laughs> whew, that was quite uh a lot of alive. i'm alive yeah so it must have been earlier this year uh i played through peace walker because i wanted to you know get into the story understand what was gonna lead up to um ground zeros which so the the kind of the the storyline for metagor solid it i think it, it yeah begins metagor solid three then it goes into peace walker then it goes to ground zeros ground zeros metagor solid five and then it goes into like you know, the original MetaGear, Gear 2, and then MetaGear Solid, all, the, all those things. So I wanted to at least get an idea of what the story was like, especially because I didn't play Peace Walker when it came out. But I heard great things about it and, and the story and the crazy mechanics and the, the multiplayer and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, I, I, I played the, a lot of it, uh, that been multiplayer, co-op multiplayer, like you used Ad Hoc Party for the PSP version.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's that's exactly. It. And having like four snakes running around, it <laughs> was it was always really fun. I've heard I had friends who played it, um, and I got to watch them play, so it was always pretty exciting. But you know, jumping into Ground Zeroes, uh, easily the best designed game as far as you know control mechanics, and gameplay, and stuff like that mm-hmm. that it's ever been. It's the it's the best controlled game that I've ever played in the series. Uh, leading into Metal Gear Solid Five, of course, which is a lot of the same. Uh, it's been great. And I think when that game came out and since then, people seem to have a lot of issues with like the way the story is sort of drip fed to you. But I think it does a great job in doing so because we're talking about an open world. So of course, things are going to be moving as, as quick pace as something that's very tightly scripted and very linear. And, you know, uh, you're just going to the next cut scene in a different room. Kind of design that the game mm-hmm. is series known for. And I have absolutely no problem with that, with the series. Like, when I when I beat Metal Gear Solid 4 and then um, someone mentioned, well, are you ready with some popcorn? I had a 90 minute cutscene coming. Out. I was like, oh sh. <laughs> so I was like, oh, oh man, 90 minute cutscene. That's a the full movie. It's a full movie, and you have no control the whole time. Uh, and you're just like trying to make sense of everything that's being said. Yeah, well. I was like, I'm better make some dinner or something like that. And so I'd like, luckily on the PlayStation you could pause the cutscene. Uh, so that's that's kind of what I do with but um uh so i got through ground zeroes just fine uh the way that game ends was insane i can only imagine it was like playing that originally you know playing ground oh, yeah. zeros and then having to wait for five to come out so in my case i got to go straight into the fifth game so that was um bizarre experience i kind of wish i would have played it back then just because the it would have been interesting the hunger for the sequel to come out but i jumped into five and And so far, it's been a lot of fun. Like I said, the story has been extremely good, at least in my opinion. Uh, Even if it's weird not hearing David Hader's voice, I think Kiefer Sutherland does a great job uh, from the lines you hear and read off. And, you know, it feels like he's, he's, he's into his job. He's not just phoning it in. And I would love to hear more because like, I think the only other time I've heard him voice act was probably like that Call of Duty World at War.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right.
0: With that like, Gary Oldman. Yeah, that's <laughs> just hearing them talk about it. I think I saw him on talk show talking about how weird it was like yelling all the time, yelling <laughs> the lines because they had to yell over like mortars and tank fire and stuff like that. So, um that's the only other time I've heard him, but he, I think he did a really good job here. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure he didn't do like like 24 game. I'm sure they got like a, a sound alike. But, yeah. um. Yeah, that's a good question, actually. I totally forgot that the 24 game existed. I'm pretty sure that 24 game, yeah, was somebody else. It's like when they did like that Minority Report video game, they didn't get Tom Cruise. <laughs> uh, so they just had a lot of like glass. That's all I remember from that game. But, um, uh, it, it's been really exciting. I've, I've been having a lot of fun just playing all the side ops, which are like side quests, you know, just doing all these right. other uh, missions on the side that I can just get through. I've done them, um, done all of them so far. And uh, then I, you know, get into the missions. There's some crazy stuff that happens in the story. That's very Kojima. Uh, that I, I've been really liking. I i am gotten to, I think I'm almost to, I'm, I'm getting pretty far into it. I think I've done about thirty missions so far. Oh yeah, and, definitely in there then. Yeah, it,
1: is that is that main missions or a it side ops
0: too? Actual missions. I think the okay. side ops I'm probably about sixty or seventy percent through the side ops, um, according to the game records. So and it's and it's crazy that um, when I was younger, of course, like Metal Gear Solid One and Two, I wasn't a very patient person, very patient kid. Um, but as I've gotten older and played more games and gotten to ch- and try something like Dark Souls 2, this is the only time I've really played that game and beat it. Um, I've learned to be more patient about my approach. And so uh, of those 30 missions, I think in about half of those I've gotten S Rink just because oh. I've been uh, being able to figure out what's around me and keep my distance and understanding like, okay – They're giving me more control over how I hide and, you know, go prone and hide under the – like you can – on your horse, you can actually like bend over on the side and hide behind your horse (laughs) as you're going through. And so that's been very useful, especially when you're having to deal with people on outposts um, that are, you know, scanning the shoreline. But by beating ground zeroes, you also get a very high-quality sneaking suit. That uh allows your footsteps not to be heard and your i think your temperature is also lowered so they can't tell you in the darkness so and you can also you know go out on missions at certain times of the day so either just whatever or you can go at six o'clock in the morning or like six o'clock at night and so um i've i don't think there's any real if i don't i don't remember correctly if there's any difficulty levels uh, so I've just been able to get through a lot of those missions the one I just did though was like it wasn't a sneaking mission at all it's pretty much go go crazy and just blow things up and so uh that one was pretty near impossible until i figured out what i could do to cheese it and that's been pretty much my experience is that i used to be like there's these games that i play especially rpgs that i'm really bad at mm-hmm. but uh, i guess in some of these games like this the stealth type of games i've been having more fun and i i can't put up with Failing a mission because an alarm went off, so I'll restart the whole damn mission if I have to. I rarely restart checkpoints. Uh, I just want to start the whole thing over and see if I have a better idea of what I need to do. But that can also help when, like, I need to find a certain person. I know exactly where they are, so I don't have to like go around dragging people down and negotiating and like getting information, extracting information from soldiers after not before knocking them out, that kind of thing. So that's been that's been a lot of fun. I'm sure I got a lot of time to go, but you know coming up i've got like attack on titan i've received uh code for, so will be playing that i've also got owl boy which is insane that i can say it uh because that game has been in development since like the late 2000s yeah and...
1: you're you talking you were, t- we we're talking about it the other day and it, yeah. l- it does
0: look really good like uh visually li- like the visual style of it i really dig it absolutely it's got a really good looking pixel art style i think there was a demo that came out like five years ago what? No so, way. yeah it's it's been like i said it's been development since like for like i think it's like eight years now it's been development cool. and i think like even the developer put out like a different game in between the time so that kind of gives you an idea of like how much work they had to put into it so that game's going to be out very soon i think in september as well so i'm thinking of doing something for the site uh, they said i can just record the whole demo and then put something up so i might do that just as like a branching path feature for the site. I'll I'll still think about it. But um, Attack on Titan, uh, people can see the E3 footage I shot when I was there on the site as well. And I'm excited to play that. I'm not a big Attack on Titan fan. I only got to like episode nine but i enjoyed the game for what it is and i can see the appeal that people have for that, that entire show even if i think other people have other issues with the way yeah, they Yeah i
1: that, I, st- I still think like the actual like what do they call it, like those gear things like the grappling gear whatever they're called i, I still think the, those, the, those, like, the, like those things are called like the 3d maneuver gears
0: yeah that's i think yeah that's that's i remember like 3d maneuver gears that, that's pretty i think that's what it is it's it's great because I think at first people might be kind of motion sick maybe, but once you get the hang of it, it's kind of like Spider-Man 2, the video game, in that you can swing around and have full control over your the your way your character moves around and swings about it's got this cool thing i must have talked about this before because i can remember speaking about it but um the way that the hooks when you send out those wires it has to hook onto something it can just be like the sky right i I
1: do remember yeah (laughs) so yeah
0: it's it's it got strategy with that um it does feel like there's going to be some jankiness with the uh the way that you're supposed to like take out the different um titans and that the difference the different shapes and sizes that they're in just because you might be like spamming it like right up in their face trying to like attack their necks or something or like you're when you're well i'm not going to spoil anything more of that but that's that's just that's just something i'll be looking forward to and that game's out in a week from tuesday and so i'll be playing a lot of that and have a review up on the site as well so cool yeah, that's so. That's what we're been up to playing. So let's just go right into the news. Um, so yeah, let's just kind of break it with the biggest news that we had: Final Fantasy Fifteen delayed from delayed once more. Delayed once more. Um, from its well, it didn't really have a release date before, but yeah. What are you talking about? It's it was announced a long time ago. It just wasn't there. Wasn't a date a okay. specific date until it was announced at the uncovered Final Fantasy 15 event that me Eren intended <laughs> the attended. whole event Aaron and thought and I. that it was built up and then it it's uh, funny cuz they they had that little uh funny thing at the sh- at the show itself that people have been kind of bringing it up as well that um they do this thing where they roll through the different date the months lunch. days like it's like a roulette and then it stops at November and then goes back to September. And so someone just reversed that in a, in a GIF and just put it back on November. Uh, it is November 29th, though, so it's not quite as accurate as what it was. But um yeah, uh, when we first uh, announced the delay, a lot of people, uh, a lot of fans were immediately upset. And I, can, I, I can't can fault them for that, just because the biggest fans can also be the biggest critics and the biggest, uh, uh the, the most... Fiery, passionate people about that kind of thing happening, and so the I,
1: I can understand because a lot of people, you know, already like planned days off at that month. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they, they they already had like everything set in stone. They're taking vacation, not uh, like because they, they they hey they said the release date. I can finally start planning around that. So I can definitely understand it. Uh, you know that a lot of, it's just been you know it years in the making and then now you hear a release dates so of course you're going to take time off because you really want to g- get through this and make sure that nothing is spoiled for you so it just sucks that like you know they have to do uh, like kind of take that back whatever they may be at, at a workplace saying hey sorry but can i uh, like you know take these days off instead for example
0: yeah it's like the most that they can do is extend their thanksgiving vacation or whatever it might yeah. be because this is right after that exactly. um so the the reason that square enix gave for why it was delayed is because they wanted to put what would have been a a significant day one patch onto the disc itself and just say, you know, to be done with it. That isn't to say there won't be a day one patch anyway, but it just might not be as big as it would have been, which is kind of interesting. It just sounds like, at least to me, that the game wasn't done and it wasn't going to be done by September 30th no matter what they did. So they've had, from what I've heard from people I've talked to in the past, Square Enix has got kind of a reputation of uh, things coming in extremely hot. Um, Final Fantasy XIV had this big problem. uh, 1.0, people,
3: (laughs) (laughs) Kyle is laughing. Kyle, you know all about that, right? It's like the most, you mean like the most catastrophic MMO launch ever?
0: Yeah, I mean, besides other problems that you can uh, blame being more systemic than that, it's a game that came out very very hot way too
3: early way
0: too early uh they wanted to just they wanted to meet that release date no matter what and so it was missing significant things it was very buggy and glitchy the story was pretty cool but that's all it had going for it which is something that maybe final fantasy 15 would have suffered from the same type of problems um that isn't to say either that 15 might not have systemic problems itself but you know all we've played is demos Um, Mm -hmm. and so or you know we've also had some more hands-on time than that a few hours, really, but we won't have much more than that. Um, and that's you know a few hours for what could potentially be like a forty-hour, fifty-hour RPG. I, I think they mentioned how long it actually is, but I'm not remembering. But I'm sure it's like that long. So, yeah, fourteen had those hot problems. Apparently, Romy Born and Heaven Sword had those big problems as well, being very buggy and being very basically spent a lot of t- a lot of time in quality assurance testing just to make sure that it was ready to go when it came out um and you know they've been putting out patches and updates since then so it's not yeah, it's I, I, so it's, it's, like, it's the type of genre that it can be okay with I, I well, have no problem with this thing cuz it, it's like it's no. just it, it just all goes back to hey I
1: just want like you know a good game when it releases that it doesn't really to me it doesn't really matter like what when it actually releases I just want I, I want to go in there, and I don't want like the game crashing on me, or you know, or just yeah. some like like it's, things it's popping up <laughs> and textures like not loading or whatever. And whatever. It's a um, really stupid thing. I mean, but, uh, whatever problems they like they have going on behind the scenes, like if take the, all the time you need. That's that. That's my my opinion. Like if they, even if this was like delayed again to like next year, for so example, you're
0: taking the cheap way out, huh? Uh, yeah, I see how it is. Yeah, but I mean, e- really, what a shitty thing to say. <laughs> but I, I mean, just, it... like, take go all ahead. the time you need.
3: Yeah, take all the time you need, and like, a, you know what I always say to people that get upset about delays is, is like, there's so many games out there that you've never played that you could play right now to occupy your time with. Like yeah. the whole, like getting upset over a delay because you have to wait X amount of more time. Just like, don't, just you know, like I don't know. Do you have you ever played Castlevania Symphony of the Night? You haven't played that? Go play that. That's really good. <laughs> you know. It's prob- yeah, sorry. Go so that that's what I mean. It's like there's so many games out there. Like um That's a you know, that's a perfect setup because
0: we have an article on the site dedicated to people that are looking for something to play in September besides Final Fantasy Fifteen. Oh shit. Yeah, so uh you can check that up on RPG site, but um when I wrote the article, uh I when they when the first leaks were coming out about the fifteen delay, it seemed almost certain just because uh, the way that people were talking and the way these things get out, it seemed almost certain that that was actually going to come true. Like, why would they lie about that? And what's what's the point in saying like it's gonna be an extra two months? Like people saying like fake, it was all photoshopped. It's like guys, this the whole well, lead up to that was uh, was kind of funny. To <laughs> it was it was a lot of mean things were said, but at the same time, it's like I think people were kind of denying the inevitable just because like why would why would who would benefit from saying it's going to be delayed a couple months like why not say it's it's going to be out next spring or a year from now like two months seems pretty plausible when you think about it um and you know you can say the crazy the, the silly thing about like you know we've waited this long why not wait a little bit longer but in that article on the site i listed five games that you could play instead in september and there's some really great things that we're going to have coverage of as well so you've got. Trails of Cold Steel 2 which was just announced for September 6th uh, obviously you would have had to play the first one before playing this one but there you go there's
1: another game in September that you can play So Trails of Cold, Cold Steel, Steel 1, 1 <laughs> and then go on
0: to 2 uh, hopefully that game will come to Steam by the way uh, then you've also got Phoenix Wright East Attorney Spirit of Justice that I've been hearing great things about from people who've played the Japanese version that already is out in Japan since I think July that's September 8th, um, right? Yep, uh, uh, September 8th has been a time. Yes, exactly. Uh, then you've got XCOM 2, which was for PS4 and Xbox One specifically. Uh, that was recently delayed to September 27th, but that's another game you can play. You've also got Dragon Quest 7, which not only is the base game about 100 hours long, and that's just the the main story, not side quest, just the main story is 100 hours. That's kind of what it's infamous for or famous um it's got additional content on top of that so you're looking at maybe 120 130 yeah. hours of game That's and then will keep you up
1: the whole year okay <laughs> and just... that'll, that'll
0: be good for you know yeah for the rest of the year or at least the two months uh you can play just that specific just that by itself um and i um i'm blinking on the fifth game that i listed all of a sudden um uh, what's the fifth game i need i'm sorry got me Yes, Shimigami. It's because I haven't played the the four. Uh, four. Shimigami Tensei 4 Apocalypse. So, obviously, if you're a Shimigami Tensei fan, I'm sure you're going to be picking that up anyway. But that's also a cool game in that you don't have to have played four to enjoy this one. Although, you can easily pick up four for like 20 bucks that it is now, or it's almost always on sale. So, you can easily get that out of the way first if you want to. But Apocalypse is supposed to be its own standalone thing. That was kind of the whole motivation. From the developers was to make a standalone game that people can play. They just decided to put Shin Megami Tensei Four on on it, uh, just so you know. If they go to Five, I'm sure they want a totally different thing. Uh, I mean, I mean, it, it, there is still a lot of like, like characters from Four. It's in a building there. up it, the mechanics of it, Four,
1: yeah. No, no, it has, even has the same characters from Four in there as There's, well.
0: Like, well, they have appearances, but I, I, I assume like very few of them show up in that game.
1: I, I can't say this but to what extent.
0: Yeah, from what I've read, it's not I
1: just know it's the same universe. I'd have to actually play it myself to see.
0: Yeah, it's it's definitely the same universe from what I've heard. It's like, like I said, it's a lot of it's a whole new protagonist. A lot of new characters are in that game um, that people can can jump into, uh, but. Also, it's building on the mechanics of 4. So 5 I'm assuming will just go straight out, you know, a totally different design.
1: Hopefully, it'll be on an actual console.
0: That'd be great. That'd be great cuz you got to like... put
1: those Persona 5 HD demon assets to good use. It does feel <laughs> like
0: yeah, it just feel like they're getting back to the consoles just cuz like I know that the people that made, you know, mobile games and in and, and handheld titles are seeing like, well, you know, especially with mobile games, it seems like the money is kind of drying up there. Unless you're one of the bigger games, and so they're looking back into like consoles and, and handhelds and stuff like that. It makes me kind of hope that Sony puts up well,
3: a handheld too. But yeah. I'm sure they will, just because because they you know there's a reason why their their demons are back in Persona Five because they're probably going to use those assets for other games. Absolutely. Mm-hmm.
0: That's uh, and that's the thing. Like, f- uh, For Apocalypse clearly uses assets from. Uh, the original game original release and so 5 will have to be like a whole new thing maybe using like the Persona 5 engine who knows Mm. don't don't get my hopes up just of course they're going to use it what else would they use (laughs) 3DS is on its way out buddy they're gonna focus do- on the NX or whatever Nintendo has next for a handheld if they oh, go a whole different route. Like was DS. Wasn't the DS supposed to be like the Game Boy Advance? they were gonna make like a Game Boy Advance two and the DS at the same time, but then they decided to skip out on a Game Boy Advance two and just be DS. I yeah, think that's but- what they announced like around the time of its original release, like a decade ago. But um that's kinda of what I'm hoping. I'm I'm going off on a tangent now, but that's that's what they announced. Um November twenty ninth, the new uh, release date. Hopefully, that means we get more time to play it, just for review's sake. Uh, but uh, besides that, they also put out some other things as well. Um, for one thing, the people, the band, my probably my favorite band, one of my favorite bands, Florence and the Machine. Uh, they're putting out a few songs um, in honor of that uh, of, of Final Fantasy 15. One I'm is the...
1: delaying it. They're, they're putting out songs in honor of delaying it, right?
3: Yes, that's exactly. <laughs> Exactly what it is, Josh. Stand by, stand by me means it's... just like support your fellow like,
0: upset <laughs> fan. <laughs> stand by me. Stand by me and we'll, we'll be strong. Uh, so they not only did they put out... Um, excuse me. At Stand By Me, it's the cover song that they announced. They also have two other songs, I Will Be, which is a great vocal track <laughs> that mm-hmm. is in the new trailer um, for the World of Wonder trailer that they just put out. And then also Too Much Is Never Enough. So they these are original songs that they put in. It's not, it's not your, your Final Fantasy thirteen. I repeat, of using a cover song uh my hands. It's a whole new thing. And so uh, that's great that they're willing to do that, and I, I think it's awesome. And, and once again, it's probably, this is what Alex said, and I, I, I tend to agree, it's probably maybe one of, if not the best vocal track in Final Fantasy. And so it's, it's that damn good. In my, at least in our
3: opinions. I mean, so, I mean, it's not, it's not regularly an outrageous thing to say considering who recorded it. It's just it. pretty good. <laughs> oh no, I'd like a lot of, I mean, I'm someone that loves Eyes on Me, so.
0: I love that Final Fantasy X 2 song that they play. That, that crazy thing that, where they sum up the whole experience of the game within like a, a small cutscene. <laughs> so, it was, it was uh, a bizarre thing to do, but that was, that was a decent song uh, that they did a concert for. Uh, <laughs> But that's, uh, I'm probably the only one who probably played 10-2 at this point. No, no, no. I I played 10-2.
3: I played it, but it was like literally twelve years ago, so I don't
0: really remember. You don't remember that song when she's speaking, singing with the. Oh, okay, anyway, it's is it
3: the, like the Thousand Embraces song? Is that what it was called?
0: Yeah, I think so. It's when they did this the concert in the Thunder Plains. It's which like is yep, house. yep. It's the yes.
3: stupidest yeah. fucking thing you can do is
0: do a concert in the Thunder Plains. Don't do it in the concert <laughs> hall that the beginning of the game opens up and go to the Thunder Plains when almost everyone could be fried to death. Agreed. Same, Just because yeah. it gives a good mood, a good good atmosphere, it's, it's it makes no sense at all. But great game. Uh, the best
3: final Fantasy best game, vocal track is that that like really butt good. rock that plays at the beginning of ten. Oh yeah,
0: that Oh my god, that's yeah, that's that's the vocal tracks. <laughs> yeah, the best vocal track is Blue Dragon's boss music. Anyway, um, yeah, um, so that's that's the big news and then they put out 52 minutes of footage very specific um 52 minutes of footage of Final fantasy 15 so people who want to spoil that part of the game can go check it out um we were supposed to get some footage as well but i don't think we got it ever and so we'll hopefully still have something up soon um alex got to play some of it so we'll have something some coverage of that Hopefully soon. Otherwise, you know, just expect a lot from us. We'll have, we'll have reviews and video footage as well for for that game. As you knew, we were going to. And then speaking of which, speaking of Final Fantasy fifteen, Keen's Glaive Final Fantasy fifteen, the theatrical uh, release, uh, is out now as of August 19th. And despite the fact that it is currently sitting at 8% on Rotten Tomatoes, oh, it no. seems like a lot of people, a lot of fans uh, seem pretty pleased with it. And that's kind of what I expected just because I personally enjoyed Advent Children and I'm sure that's sitting at like low double digits on on Tomatoes as well just because it's clearly for the fans. It's clearly for people who want some insight before they play the game. So um, it's not for your typical film critic. Even if I do make fun of it, uh, Kingsglaive quite a bit just because I like to poke fun at it and and give people riled up a little bit. Um, I knew that it was not going to be like some Oscar winner. I was, I was hoping for Spirits Within, too, to be honest. <laughs> uh, it's, I do remember like a joke on Twitter. Someone said um, Keenan's is going to earn an Oscar for Spirits Within because it's not so great. <laughs> so that's that's kind of what I was uh, hoping. And I, and someone also made a joke like in the next Life is Strange. Uh, season it's gonna have a shot of the main character just saying like it's the king's game is the best sci-fi movie ever made i don't care (laughs) what anyone says
3: so that's i I actually saw spirits within in the theaters
0: i do if it if if it didn't have that final fantasy name i i actually like spirits within (laughs) It, it is like a cool like space opera I, I don't remember much of it. I
1: just I just remember like not hating it when I got out. I was like, yeah, it's whatever. If Rogers <laughs> were
0: still alive, he'd he'd love Kingsglaive. I'm sure, just because he's like one of the few people that liked Spirits Within.
3: <laughs> As a there, was, there was there was a, there's a paladin move in Final Fantasy XIV called Spirits Within.
0: Oh, I remember that. Nice. Yeah, like, I think Aaron posted a picture of that. Never forget. <laughs> Never forget Spirits Within. That game uh, well, is, when is when, when it's like all the other release like digital release of Kingsglaive. Like, I know it's in theaters now. But... 30th is when it's out on Blu-ray. I know okay. that. And then I think it's September. You know, it comes out. Well, <laughs> it was supposed to come with the deluxe edition of the game and the Ultimate collector's Edition, but that's not going to happen. How about the PSN video store? Probably same day. Uh, let me make sure. Uh, it could be. I know it's like October was one of the releases. So let me uh, look that up right now. I did not do that search here. Uh, it's Okay, it's digitally on August 30th. So it's going to be on PSN then. And then on Blu-ray and DVD on October fourth. That's actually okay. the order of things. So right. even then, it's it's it was supposed to be like a week ahead of time. You would have gotten it with the special edition of fifteen, uh, the special editions. But that's clearly not going to happen. So either you'll you know decide to pick it up digitally at the end of the month of this month, or wait till October, or just wait to get it with your uh, eighty dollar version of next month or more. Yeah. So that's not even in the end of next month It's October 4th so it's beginning of October yeah. so we'll have to wait till then but that's that's when people can get it then like i said it seems like it's for the fans it was always meant to be fan service and from people that have i've seen talk about it they seem to be well I don't know. I, don't, I mean I don't was know. There's one I, girl I, I, that I follow that seemed very torn and it's like I kinda of agree with the critics, but I also kinda of liked it. It's it's really weird. It's I'm sure it's got that awkward feeling. I haven't to it. really
1: dubbed into any of the F fifteen universe stuff, so I still see any like any of the
0: Brotherhood and um I just personally I just I, I I'm having a hard time getting in with the cast and the voice acting the English voice acting is just so not great so it's it's I think that's my problem so far but you know if it's like megas me solid where it's like i don't i get brushed at the store but mostly get experience that world that their trailers make a big deal out of for good reason i'm I'm okay with that I
3: don't know where you stand with that Kyle or adam mm uh I mean, as far as Glade goes, I always was kind of like, that's a thing that exists. Yeah, um, not going out of your way to see it. No, and I mean, I mean, at the end of the day, I feel like the game should stand on its own. Maybe I'll check that other stuff out later. Like, I haven't looked into Brotherhood or anything. and yeah. you know, it, I, it, just, it just doesn't really interest me, to be honest.
0: Yeah, uh, for people who don't know, Brotherhood is the animated anime. Version of Final Fantasy XV, it's kind of silly because it's what like
1: what the heard, OVAs,
0: like it's like yeah. it's like OVAs that
1: delve like the big backstory of like each of like the four cast members, I think. Yeah, and
0: it's thing. it's it's kind of really, because Tabata mentioned that well he seemed to flip-flop on this he said at first that king of clave you don't have to see the movie to go play the before you play the game and then at times he did say it'd be a good idea if you did it seems like from people who've seen the movie they actually probably say you know you should probably watch the movie before you play the game just because it does go into some of the side characters that i believe will show up in 15 well there are definitely characters like they have luna freya is totally in that movie so it makes some sense there but um that's that's what I've heard, but it's you know speaking of which, where you said about the the main characters delve into the backgrounds. That's apparently the rumor about the DLC that Final Fantasy XV. is oh, yeah, right. With like Prompto and that's like and and, and you know Notus. Gladiolus. I'm i already I blinked on the names. <laughs> like. Yeah, but it,
1: I, I, in, in those episode. in those like yeah, they have episodes for them and they're playable. You can actually comp- uh, control them in their DLC episodes. That's from what right I
0: read that's so weird. Like is, I, I kind of wonder if they're ever do like a new game plus thing where you get to control those characters, but I'm sure that's not going to happen. That's, that'd be too much work. And, you know, that's totally goes against the mechanics of the game, but boy, uh, boy, oh boy. But also, mm-hmm. they also mentioned that 515 only has an easier or normal mode, no hard mode, unless that's also like a new game plus, plus. or a season pass DLC garbage. <laughs> but, uh, there's, a, there's like the last, season
1: pass cut thing on the ff15 is like it's like an expansion don't like it well, as an expansion
0: yeah yeah they they let's be perfectly clear they still have not detailed what the season pass entails which i wonder if that's also the reason they had to delay because they still didn't know what they want well, no, to... we, we,
1: we know we know the items on the on the season pass like they they've listed that out but like, but oh. not like the specifics of each other. Like, you, we know that there's episodes for each of the three yeah, other main I mean, characters. Besides that, course, yeah, I'm of so. besides. Yeah, but but I mean, like for actual like the nitty gritty details.
0: Yeah, we don't. That's, know. I'm sorry. That's that's what I meant to say. Because I just you know, of mm-hmm. course, the, the, yeah. we know the DLC plans. Um, they did say like well, there would be DLC. They did not say anything about like a sequel. Thankfully, yeah, yeah. They need. To... I think they did say before it's that 15 is going to be by itself. They're going to move straight into 16. And from what we've heard. Uh, they're definitely moving into they're definitely gonna move on. Um, so that's that's kind of your Final Fantasy fifteen moment. <laughs> and we've been hearing some a lot of news about that, and it seems like, you know, they put out some Gamescom stuff, and apparently there'll be another event soon for fifteen before it comes out. Go figure. Um but let's move into one other one other big Square Enix property, at least in my opinion, uh, near Automata. Mm-hmm. And Josh, mm-hmm. why don't you tell us about what what's the big news about that? Neurotomata is coming to Steam. <laughs> Yoko, Holy shit! with this okay. crazy video that he did. Well, uh, uh, yeah,
1: this was revealed in an IGN Live uh, Gamescom uh, uh, you know segment for Neurotomata. And at the very like, they're, they're talking about you know just basic questions about Neurotomata development site and whatnot. At the very end, they had uh, Yokotaro, uh, director of that game. Uh, he had a video message. He couldn't make it out to Gamescom so of course the usual playfulness of yokotaro he has he was literally holding like a like a little valve uh at his hand and he was like <laughs> yeah it just casually mentions it's, it, the game's coming to steam valve and that's it <laughs> valve, yeah valve and then there yeah he, goes, he like
0: makes some lie. comment like he's got a bad liver and his doctor told yeah. him that he can't have any of the beer or sausages in germany so he's like I, why bother going <laughs> if i can that's uh that's amazing that's Awesome. It's pretty I, amazing that Screenix is obviously fully embracing Steam as a platform now.
1: Yeah, I wonder if this opens up the door to see like the the first NieR game on Steam. I'm hoping. That the uh, I would love
0: that. Yeah. They did say that if NieR Automata does well, uh, they'll consider NieR Remastered. So, we'll probably never expect a NieR Remastered to come home anytime soon. So, I'm I'm expecting NieR Automata not to do so well in sales, but man, I really hope it does though. I I th- I think it's it's weird. Automata
1: is, like stands on this like current stage now where it's way it's it's bigger than the first Nier. it has a lot a lot of more people's attentions but they don't know how to exactly interpret it because like they, mm-hmm. they they don't want to feel lost but at the same time the Nier is a pretty old game at this point and cool. it's only ps three three sixty it's got
0: uh, it's got some things going against it as well I mean for one thing it's a playstation 4 and Steam exclusive it's not no plans for an xbox one or nX version uh they did say they'll consider a demo but also it's coming out early 2017 and we've got yeah. tales of berseria we've got persona 5 yeah i think
1: they'll be okay if it's if they're like, like late march or april i think they'll be, I, I think, think they they said, they'll be okay wait i thought they were talking about earlier than that though like, i don't know if i don't know if it's in earlier maybe maybe
0: mid-january would work they would have said that. spring 2017 if they meant like i think or something
3: i feel like since this is platinum that that well, I guess platinum games often sell really bad. Never mind. Um, well, <laughs> but, but, but like I totally, 7. six is coming out. That now, no, that no. uh,
0: yeah, I'm thinking maybe mid January would be an okay time. January would be perfect because just because there's like nothing else. Well, when's the Yakuza coming out, that's January. January, January 24th, right? <laughs> that's why. <laughs> like, that's why I said mid January. Oh. So... <laughs> you're screwing
1: You're, screwed, you... you're any, either way. Like I think. Like, zero at 2017. Uh... There's too many juggernauts to like beginning of 2017 right off the gate.
3: And that, that, that game is probably going to be amazing too. That's the worst. Yeah, the,
1: the, there's the, there's the amazing okay. games coming out like almost like every
3: week at this
0: point. Mm-hmm.
1: God. Yeah, yeah.
3: February has Persona Five and uh, Horizon and whatever. Well, Horizon Those too. Levels. That's right. You know what would have oh. been good? Like maybe December. <laughs> you know what's
2: also you know also <laughs> yeah, in, in February? out. What? what? Like, Summon Night
0: Six. I just said that. Yeah, Summon Night oh. is. I just jumped forever. on. Sorry. No, <laughs> oh, no, it's fine. Summon Night is also, and then you know you've got like. There's other games coming out like in November and October is going to be packed. I think that's why they had to move it to like no- late November. Just Watch- like you've got late October, they got World of Final Fantasy, they got Rise of Tomb Raider, they've got uh, Last Guardian, they've got Call of Duty, <laughs> Battlefield. So it's it's like exist archive. Exist archive is going to oh be out, gosh. but
2: Access Games, buddy. Watch-, Watch Tales of Berseria's English release also be February and near. I th- oh, <laughs> I thought they already kind of. um, kind of led us to believe i I think think everything is uh, i I think all i I think all they said about tales of berseria is early 17 early 2017 2017, everything
0: equates to february for early 2017 at this point just because everything's going to be out then. so
2: but yeah like we are like i
0: mentioned like mass effect is also going to be out around then so it's just it's just insane but it's good for us as an rpg site uh Uh, a lot of them a lot of stuff to be covering so yeah that's that's kind of the stuff that they were talking about with near automata um and that's, you know, that's, I'm trying to, I'm going through the stuff that we, we posted on this, on this right up, but that's, that's a lot of the Square Enix news that's been out. And this is just the past couple of weeks, you know, and we still got a lot more time to go with. They've been putting out more World of Fauna fantasy stuff, more, more
2: footage and more. Yeah,
1: they have, I think stuff. they, they have the Terra and Barts. Fanta
2: they, they, they recently revealed Terra and Barts. And what? uh, what's it? Coco. What's... Or,
1: or what was it? Coco.
2: Yeah, Coco. Yeah, Poco. Poco. Yeah, Poco. Yeah, Poco. 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 Poco, poco. I think it's B O C O, Boco.
0: Boco, Boco. Boco are you talking about like the Final Fantasy Chocobo? That, that's Bart's Chocobo. Chocobo. Yeah, Bart's Chocobo. That's sorry. That's exactly what it is. Uh, okay. Final Fantasy Five. Um, so yeah, Boko. So that's butts. sorry, Butts. buts butts, butts in Japan known as Butts. here it's Bart's. I'll leave it up to the people that are listening to, to determine which one they like more. Could, <laughs> Do they like butts
2: or butts? It's always going to be butts,
0: okay? You can, no, you can, butts.
2: In, in, the, in those games, you can rename them anyway. I mean, yeah. not World of Final Fantasy, but Final Fantasy V. You, yeah, you, like, you can rename Boko? Not Boko. Oh, okay. uh, Boko's, Boko's always Boko, Boko. Yeah, you can Final Fantasy,
0: you can rename all the characters. Except for like the recent ones. And that was a pain. <laughs> That's when they started talking. You you stopped being able to rename them. That's why I don't like the ten. In, yeah, yeah. The, oh. And then in Final
2: Fantasy in ten, you can rename Titus, and then like throughout the game, they call him like, "Hey, new guy." Or, yeah. 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 <laughs> right. From... <laughs> it's
1: so good. Oh, God. Can't dude. believe FF fifteen won't let you rename characters.
0: Terrible. Oh, it's end it. of an error man. End of an error <laughs> At least we'll have the other games to look forward to. What a Final Fantasy, guys. That's what everyone should be looking forward to. And they got Dragon Quest Builders. I almost forgot. That
2: game when is does,
1: awesome. uh, When
2: does...
0: Like, I'm trying to think of the Square Enix lineup now. because
1: Well, there's all I mean, games? there's...
2: The, the, we, the I, I assume they're going to announce a localization for Dragon Quest Heroes 2 at some point. Yeah, but the, when, when's that going to be? Like, they would have...
1: Probably this. next year, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> um,
2: What's the release date of...
1: Uh, world of effort that's like late october october 25th same day as Last guardian (laughs) that's that's... all i know
0: (laughs) (laughs) why would you do that moving on yeah and then first week of october is giant quest builders um yeah so then we've got other news to talk about uh neo uh neo from Koei tecmo uh the uh, dark souls alike uh that um seems to come up with some news what we thought the demo is going to start in a few days this upcoming tuesday as of this recording on the 20th um what we first thought was just going to be a simple demo and uh missing all the updates that they talked about on response to the feedback they went ahead and just said no it's totally going to have those updates that we were talking about and so um
2: adam talk to us a all about that since you just came back uh, well, they announced the... I, I didn't play the alpha demo. It was great, um, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but they basically announced that the beta demo starts next week. And um, now I'm not firsthand familiar with the alpha demo, but I think you can do whatever mode was in the alpha demo that yep. allowed you to unlock the first... So by doing these demos, you eventually get access to future DLC. Um, Mark of the Conqueror was the DLC Ma- in the first game. Mark of the Conqueror, and so like, you, you, you have a second chance to get that one. If you didn't do the alpha demo, you can still get that DLC. Um, and then there's a new one, Mark of the Strong um, DLC, which is a new part of the demo, so I, I like I said I didn't actually play the demo so I don't know like how they're distinguished or separated but and,
0: and they said you can use the DLC in this demo right is that what they said you can use the uh, okay mark... so so
2: here's how here's how I understand it the the mark of the conquer
1: that you get the alpha the, from the alpha test that allows you to transfer your items and, and weapons into this new beta one and money and, yep. and, and money and and then this beta one you can uh, if you complete it you get the mark of the strong and I think you also still get a mark of the conquer I'm not sure 100 percent on that. Uh, that second part that, that allows you to unlock like new items I don't
2: know no weapons in the fight Well here here's what the press release says There you go. Players <laughs> will have players will have a second and final chance to obtain the special there we go. to be revealed Mark of the Conqueror DLC as well as a chance at the all new Mark of the Strong DLC he, also, so that goes I, against what I, I said. Yeah, it's how easy. I understood it is like you play these demos you complete some 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 objective like, beating some level or boss or whatever, it's and, a you boss, have, yep. and then, like, when the game actually releases in the future, eventually you will have access to these DLCs that other players will not if they did not play these demos. Yeah, it's not pre-order or, DLC.
0: It's not a head start. It's it's it's, or, boss, or, it's a head start, yeah.
2: I mean, I, I assume they'll... I mean, I, I I find it a little bit hard to believe that if you don't play these demos, you'll never get access to, to this DLC. The, 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 my assumption yeah. is that they make it that you eventually just pay for it or something. Yeah, yeah. But... but uh, I, that's what they say right now, is that it's exclusive DLC you get later. We it's know Koei for- Techno loves yeah. DLC, so yeah. I
1: imagine
0: yeah. they'll be doing that in Dead or Alive. There, there, are,
1: there are more new details for this Neo beta that they uh, revealed through uh, actually a PlayStation Japan stream like a few hours ago. Oh um, yeah the 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 beta includes a hard hot mode news. in it yeah hot breaking, takes hot it, breaking news that includes a hard <laughs> mode so there's uh super hard enemies and like 100% like the yokai energy <laughs> it was already there. yeah it's so, so there's actually going to be a stage in the beta that's designed for two players and um, and then it, the weapon system, you know, it's been revamped. Uh, it has uh, the weapons now work on like a uh, a scaling system similar to Dark Souls, the the the, the B and the D and the C rings. And,
2: and the English press release says new weapons include long range hand and can- hand cannon rifle, Sick. A, selec- a selection of katana including dual wielding katana, yeah, I saw spears, that. spears that awesome spears, axes, and hammers. Spears. In addition, you get a taste of uh, Onmyo magic. And ninjutsu, elemental combat. <laughs> oh my god! Just and when
0: you talk about that, it's just like when they announced new things for Dark Souls. It's like, oh crap! Now the enemies can use that stuff against me. <laughs>
1: so. So it's really funny, like uh, like how much uh, like interaction there is in uh, on the development side of these things. Because during that uh, live stream, uh, uh, the Team Ninja was there, obviously showing off the game. But they also had the the Sony's uh, side producer to Bloodborne also at that event. His name escapes me, but he was there as a special guest uh
2: use case Saito
1: i yeah, I think that sounds right <laughs> Yeah,
2: I, I get I get I get the Dark Souls director and producer and all that mixed up. It's it's funny to <laughs> talk about
0: like the reflect on the changes because I know that recently Sega said that they'd have more news about Valkyria as your Revolution by the end of the month, and we well haven't as, heard anything for a while. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and this is supposed to be battle demo version 2.0, which they said it was going to be out by the end of the summer in Japan. And so I think it's going like, to they have like information about who the voice actors are, but also like the changes that they're going to be making that they teased about. So this is kind of the same thing, and I think that. The more companies that do that, like Koei, Tecmo and Sega, the better. Because it's always cool to have the feedback. Because it seems like when people go through demos and like go through apples and betas, it just seems like it's a demo. That's all it yeah. is. <laughs> just mm-hmm. like an excuse just yeah. to get the people out there early. Uh, but this seems like they're you know really they're very, taking that very, very proactive development yeah. at this. At uh, uh, very cool to see. Uh, it's like just a Kickstarter. It. <laughs> it's, it's... I,
1: I guess the the last note uh, on this that I have from the the stream from what I can remember is that uh, the beta. Uh, in terms of online functionality, you, you can only play with randoms and the beta. But in the final version, they did say that you can play with a friend.
0: Is it? Did they say anything about like are you going to be like summoning them into the game, or is it like they do like now? It's it's you actually just you have to go to the shrine to get random. As you said just now, that you go to a shrine and they, you summon them into the game. Not, they
1: haven't have have detailed on like how the exact way to get a friend I
0: to know the know game. That I, now I, that I, mean, I think about it, I don't remember. I think I could join a friend's game if I wanted to. Actually, now so. That's I might be misremembering. It's been a few months. Yeah. It, the, the alpha was at the end of April, early May. So it's been a bit, and I've been playing so many games. I,
1: I'm
2: excited. I mean, I yeah. I'm really yeah. looking forward to that game. That game is really shaping up. Have you? Uh, did you play the alpha? Yeah. Wait, okay, which wait, which game are we talking about now? Neo. 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 Okay. Neo.
0: Actually, there's no dash in between, so it's just Neo. Well, <laughs> so, I
1: mean, I think in the Jap- Japanese, version there's a dash in between. Co- and- I think Koei
0: Tecma, it's funny because Koei Tecmo actually went around telling people to remove the dash from their oh, really? entries, from their, yeah, oh, from their entities, because they want it to be just Neo. I think <laughs> it's because they don't want people messing it up. But, uh, yeah. Oh, and also... Um, People that are kind of intimidated, they also said, and this is what was mentioned before, I was going to be added. This is a tutorial dojo. People get to comfortable with the mechanics of the game. Uh, I like to reiterate, like I said, but back then when we last talked about this, that it's not really a hard game. You just have to be kind of patient, and once you get your skills and power up. It actually can be pretty easy. Yeah, uh, yeah, learn
1: can, the, kind of learn like because uh, it, while it's easy to point comparisons to to Souls games uh, just aesthetically, like uh, this works on very different systems compared to to them. So. Yeah, and speaking, well, I, systems,
2: I think I think there's a kind of a general idea like between Souls and Neo and a bunch of other type of games where it's like it's an action RPG, but it's, <laughs> rather than, rather than being like flashy and more like rapid button timing and pressing, it's more like methodical, you know, patience. Like mm-hmm. understand understanding enemy movements and knowing how to counter them. So it takes you know a little bit more patience and watching rather than just you know comboing up a thousand different attacks all at once. Yeah, so, it goes. There's a di- there's, to- there's a difference between. Like a Dark Souls action RPG and like a Kingdom Hearts Two action RPG.
0: Yeah, <laughs> so. it it goes back to the days like Prince of Persia when it's one on one and you don't yeah. ha- and like if you get two and then it's gonna be ten times harder, and it, they just put out like fifteen minutes of footage of The Surge, which was from the makers of Lords of the Fallen, which was also oh, like, a game like Dark yeah. Souls, and so mm-hmm. and that game's got the same design but it's more cyberpunky. Yeah, I, so. I do like the aesthetic of it. Absolutely, just, and I, I, I go in these different directions with the same genre. yeah. Sorry. I interviewed the Surge people, at
3: Eddie. Yeah, you They're did. Really How?
0: Nice. How'd you think about it? How'd you think? About it? I, I thought
3: I, it looks very interesting. got Yeah, it looks really interesting. Uh, I think it'll be. I think it'll be a fun game. I'm not. I mean, I never. I never tried Lords of the Fallen because I. It looked really bad um I I, but, liked
0: uh, it. I I got to review it it's like it's been like 10 bucks for like. i
2: know i know people shit. criticized it had like the warhammer like huge like upper heads upper bodies like you know and I huge, I huge necks <laughs> i need
0: to, I, I need to go really I have cool armor I design i think like the armor design was pretty cool in that game for me personally yeah
3: I, i've never been a big fan of like that like i saw i saw footage from the warcraft movie the other day and oh my god the orcs look like they're on like like 40 tons worth of steroids like maybe that's the point maybe that's the point it's
2: part of the art style of like that stuff and yeah you know. it's
0: west yeah very western i think the only issue i had with it was that it was oh well, i mean there was other issues of course but it was very claustrophobic it's very like the very narrow hallways like way more narrow than the souls game can be and not very very much open pass because you're mostly in like this castle area um and like going around these different areas so it's it's not much uh room to move about and so you're getting killed pretty quickly if you're not careful
2: and there's you guys is everyone here okay wait did we get that uh, you might have got uh, it disconnected i don't yeah. know what happened there okay like i nice. just paused for a second okay <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah uh yeah we had a weird glitch sure. there i think uh, are we still recording yeah we're still i'm still recording okay cool yeah that's yeah my microphone just went out for a second there all right. So, but I was just saying about that. It was a fun experience. But, you know, it's 10, 20 bucks now. That's the perfect price for that game. I'll say that. Mm-hmm. So, if you're wanting to jump into that, but seeking souls. Of- e- e- yeah, I was oh, by, doing by the cycling yeah, and then Adam <laughs> jumped in at the last moment. Uh <laughs> well, Dark Souls three major announcement on August twenty fourth. Everyone knows it's gonna be DLC stuff.
3: And so Hopefully. Hopefully. Recently re- <laughs> well, 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 I think it was it was in June, I think. Oh Is yeah, it, they had that
0: stupid food thing with the hot wings.
3: <laughs> no 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 no. It was that it was a T shirt. They're like major announcement oh, and that that was a, right. it was a t shirt. Fucking piss. So so hell yeah. It, But that was although it's (laughs) although it's going to be because I remember them saying that the the DLC for Dark Souls three was not started until after the game was released or after they finished development, which is very not how their development cycles usually go. Usually they they start that stuff while they're working on the game, like most developers. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. and then uh, yeah, so. That that I think they said that 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 the DLC won't be out until next year at the earliest.
0: It's funny because like they must have a very small group working on this uh, because From Software's got like what three games in development they said, and one was a VR game. So I can only imagine uh, all the work that they have on their
3: on their. Okay, okay, what could it be? It'd be uh, Enchanted Arms (laughs) Two. Chrome Hounds Two is more armored core.
2: Armored core Core. six. Armored yeah. 6 it's time. It's That's, fucking time.
0: Let's not talk about he's he's,
3: 5. Miyazaki said he wanted to make a mech game, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A Togi 3. No. Let's do a Togi 3, guess. they, they the six, make since no, they oh,
2: take Armored Core and Dark Souls and make t- Armored Souls. So,
3: so, no, I have I, I have the perfect next <laughs> yeah. hardcore RPG with mechs. I'd be totally down with that. Since Hideki Anno is making Godzilla movies instead of uh, the, the the rebuild movies, even Galan 3.0 or 4.0 will will be a game now uh, made by okay. From Software.
1: All right. What's what's it called now? Not it's like since Evangelion Del and Kojima
0: potentially <laughs> yeah. could have happened. I'm sorry, it's not 4.0. It's 3.0 plus 1.0. Yeah, you <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let's, let's, be, let's be perfectly Come correct on. here. I mean, technically correct here. Damn. Oh, I man. like how he keeps apologizing for not being able to put the movie out. It's like I'm making all this money in Hollywood. Sorry. I mean, or in Japan's. <laughs>
3: I'll, like to, to be Japan's honest, Hollywood. like
0: like the, the Godzilla
1: Evangelion collaboration is the gift that keeps on giving. It all just
3: that, that have you heard the 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 Shin Gojira, the Godzilla resurgence? It literally has a song from Evangelion. Up. I am That's...
0: so happy they're not going to keep that stupid Godzilla resurgence name. Yeah, America. it's going to be yeah. Shin, Godzilla. Shin Godzilla. Yeah.
3: But, yeah. but it, it, that, that, the, it's that song in Evangelion when, like, the, the they're mobilizing. It's like, dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. Yep. That, that, they just That's put right. that in that movie. They just put it in the movie. Go watch the
0: trailer if you're an Evangelion fan. It's hilarious. But they even got, like, the 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 purple beam that, like, the, the – it's Godzilla's beam, but it totally looks like it's a the way that it's shot – Straight like, like an angel, it's like shooting and destroying the buildings. Look, this collaboration has got is nuts. Okay, so you
1: have Just like the, the crossover, the, yeah, yeah, the crossover figs, and then you even have like in the Super Robot Wars uh, mobile game, you have uh, the Godzilla uh, collaboration event in there. That they have a Mecha Godzilla and an Eva O One color scheme piloted by Shinji in that. Oh my
3: God. <laughs> it's so fucking. <laughs> I would. I would love to. It's so good. <laughs> Is this gonna end with Godzilla saying "I'm so fucked up"? Yeah. It, it, it's, it's gonna end with uh, the Godzilla n- g- it, like, <laughs> talk at the end of the movie. Like, <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: no,
3: I'm so
1: fucked up. It's just gonna Evangelion like... uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, turn towards
0: control. the camera. Says, hey this just hand with white <laughs> <just> sadder <laughs> all over it. Yeah, <laughs> before he goes back into the ocean or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so it's just he's so sad. <laughs> God <laughs>
3: God. I think if I think if Godzilla do that, that'd be like three, you know, like several tons worth of baby batter. No, he's he's going to the ocean, but he's on like a crop. And so he, like he, they drop him in, across into the river. Yes, oh, so,
1: th- this is it. We got it. We should fucking uh, continue. We should, make, God, we <laughs> should Evangelion. make Evangelion 4.0 at this point. A- there, point there's, there. actually
3: people, there's actually people that think that they're they're part of the same universe because of this. <laughs> there's I'm, actually people theorizing that.
0: I'm totally down with, like, I want to see Hideo Kojima and uh, Hideaki Anno. Like make a game together <laughs> to see how crazy and you know, all the topic it can potentially be. We'd me down. Oh my god. So, yeah. that's, that's kind of what I Dark Souls 3. Said about it. Dark great. Souls 3. Major <laughs> announcement August 24th. That's 4 days from now. So, big news. It's this week's going to be big. So, Josh, this next news speaks to you? Yep. Um, uh what's the next? We got SG Gundam G Generation Genesis.
1: Yeah, we have uh it giant robots all over our G... Yep. Uh, so new game coming out for PS4, Vita, strategy RPG, uh, uh, G Generation Genesis. Uh, they revealed new suits in the uh, most recent Famitsu, uh, which speaks to you know a lot of uh, Gundam fans of uh, you know like underrepresented uh, like G Generation series is all about like taking like underrepresented series and like having them in a video game, just like uh, the, the high new Gundam and the Nightingale for example, uh, are from uh, the Beltor Chica's children uh it's on manga only, but it's uh piloted by both Amara and Char. They're, oh, kind of like the, yeah, they're that's awesome. they're, they're, they're kinda of like the evolutions of like, you know, the new and the uh, Zazabi in uh ca- the Shar's counterattack. Uh the, the Belt or Chica's children is like kind of like an alternate retelling of that. So they're kind of more uh upgraded versions of that. They're gonna be in there. Um Gundam Unicorn, uh very well known uh, you see, you, you know, you have the Unicorn Gundam and the Banshee, both of the Unicorn series of units. But there's a third one that was never seen in the films called the Phoenix. That's going to be in uh, this uh, gener- Generation Genesis. Uh, fans of uh, Gundam Thunderbolt, uh, the, the the full armor Gundam is going to be in there as well, along with other units that are very niche, uh, but just worth mentioning because it's a, it, that's going to have an English version as well. I, I don't know that
2: i don't know that a- was... asian
0: english release asian english yep Southeast. some person in Singapore is going to be translating as well yep Almost. so
2: <laughs> i mean
0: i've I, just I, I, seen a whatever dahlias i don't know because ready.
2: i haven't or... heard well, i didn't hear anything about gundam breaker 3 having like crazy problems what, what, like, what other What other games are getting asian english releases i know they said moray, was a cr-
0: moray crystal
2: whatever that game yeah, was gundam breaker 3 got one obviously well, I, I, I know they said summonite was going to but then it didn't probably it, because it's it it, getting no. A, that, that guys and that works yeah, that and also that I think
1: it was, like, yeah, it was like kind of misprinted. Like they misinterpreted that it was only uh, in Chinese, I believe,
2: or just chat.
0: I'm, I, I'm not I, I already said Mobile Crystal. <laughs> People <laughs> Zach, ignored Zach, me, and I just want to mention that game is still going to come out in English.
2: <laughs> Zach has Something. it pre-ordered.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's he's got ten pre-ordered. Um, G Generation Genesis, and then the next big mainline Super Robot Wars game, Super Bowl Wars V. V. That, that's coming out. Uh, it's not. It's, it's for Voyage, okay? It's not, okay five. It's,
0: it's not the fifth entry, is what you're telling no, me? it's
1: not the fifth entry. God Surprise. damn it. I thought there was only four, <laughs> four games that came before it. I'm sorry. No, man, if I were to take a shot for every Super Bowl game that came out before that... I, I was I'm that. seriously reading Josh's anymore. review.
2: I, like, so I don't know anything about this series, and Josh's review kind of gave an overview, and it's like, all these games on Game Boy Advance and, and PlayStation 2 and ds and 3ds or whatever I, I, it's weird like i've like this year
1: i've been having to like explain like a uh, series of like very complicated histories <laughs> i've noticed
2: it's so bizarre because it's like oh these things are getting english releases wait what I mean, the- I mean i mean i when i did the shiren review i'm like oh there's five games and some of them have been you know, ported or remastered—that's complicated. And like, no, that has nothing on Super, super, super Robot. Robot Wars. And, no, nothing and does. Melty does
1: Blood. And, um, yeah, like I was, I was no, typing up that point. Melty Blood one for that uh, the first patch you found. I was like, oh my god how the fuck do I summarize this?
0: <laughs> this is why I'm glad you deal with those types of articles. And I'm like, I can't even do that. <laughs> it's, it's too much work to go, to summarize a series like that, that has no sort of relevance to us in the West, or at least not as strong. So it's much harder. I'm sure to tackle that.
1: I, I should become a historian at this point.
0: <sighs> <sighs> Just anime and video game and idol historian. Mecca. That's what do. Just Idle historian oh, is your title. Oh God. <laughs> No, that sounds. Hmm. Besides the new details of SG Gundam G Generation Genesis, which is not going to be hard to say from now on, uh, we've also got more details about Persona Five. More fusion details is what the big thing is. So uh, surprised they have more summons on the way, (laughs) more fusions on the way.
1: Yeah, but the the way they do the fusions in Five is
0: brutal. (laughs) Holy shit! (laughs) Kind of crazy.
1: So as you know, in Persona Five, in the, the Velvet Room is now a prison. Yes. So but the two girls, Justine uh, yeah, and Caroline. Just Caroline and uh, Igor, best girl. Um, <laughs> Igor is the best girl, yes. <laughs> uh, so in Persona 5, the way you de- fuse demons is very much themed around the more extreme sides of prison. So, like when you're fusing two personas together, for
0: example, you're literally putting them through a guillotine to be fused. Yep. Wow. Uh, and that stylistic type of game I wonder how graphic it's gonna be <laughs> uh,
1: if you wanna if you want to sacrifice a, a, a persona for, to, to boost the, the capabilities of another persona you hang them um if you hmm. <laughs> if you wanna I, I'm not sure if those is in previous installments but you can actually get rid of a persona to turn them into an item. I'm trying to remember 1,003 or 4. Is this what we call emancipating? Because that's... <laughs> oh, sure, man. What emancipation. emancipation? Anyway, if you want to sacrifice your persona to turn them into an item, put them through the electric chair. I know. Speaking I know. Like, I
2: think, like, Persona Q had that. I don't electric know if Persona chair. 4 Golden did. I don't know. I don't know. I, sure. sure. I, 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 so I know, I know if I they had them. Seen. If they had that option, I did not use it. Persona 4 was all cards, so it's not quite, yeah. uh, I'm I'm just talking about the functionality of sacrificing a persona for an item
0: oh yeah I don't think I ever did that
2: (laughs) that.
1: the most amusing one of these is uh, to me is you can actually send a persona to solitary confinement so they can uh, you can train the they they train themselves up like that
0: I was just thinking like you know misadventures of Tron Bon sending like the little (laughs) soldiers onto like treadmills and like spike traps and all this stuff just to get them to understand uh, just to train them that seems awful though why would you put them in solitary confinement I
3: don't, I don't know. if but, that's uh, the only
0: way you feel like you have to like, look, close your eyes like okay it's gonna be chopped in I, I, the, I
3: the
1: other day about solitary uh, the solitary confinement. i was like i kind of wish they like they had like a unique animation for each persona like doing push-ups and pull-ups through that
2: <sighs> oh man
0: now that'd be good this game's gonna be nuts isn't it god no, no, no. that was just announced like in a in a uh, was it uh, Femetsu? Or it's so. Yeah. Yeah. So it was a, a recent update on that, so that's, some people may not be aware of that stuff, but that was just announced very, very And like, the Atlas
2: YouTube channel has been posting a bunch of like tiny clips showing yeah. like some battle clips, some of the, uh, social, the, well, whatever they're called now. Yeah. Um, where you're like if you're at a cafe or if you're hanging out with Ryusuke or whatever his name is Futaba and the, and the theater people seem to comment all the time like how small Futaba
0: is <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she's, like, <laughs> she's like up to his hip is the main character yeah the main character is not that tall so hmm. so that's 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 kind of what we've got, and so let's go. So that's Persona Five's the big details. Let's just wrap up with a lot of the releases and other announcements that they're they're talking about. So Witcher Three Wild Hunt Game of the Year Edition is going to be out on August thirtieth, and so that's going to have uh, the two big expansion packs that they had, uh, Hearts of Stone and Blood and Wine, that were extremely well reviewed, and so it's it's going to be sixty bucks unless you're on Amazon Prime to get the twenty percent off. People that are interested in that. Um, Keep, so, keep in
1: mind that you can't transfer your existing save over to that. No, area.
0: you cannot. So people <clears throat> that are thinking that they can do that, don't bother. Uh, just pick up the season pass at that point. Like, why bother getting the whole thing? It's not going to be, like, remastered. Or
1: anything. I mean,
2: this this is a perfect game for people who missed out on it. And like, yeah. hey, now, now you can get everything For sixty bucks, so like this is the the best. One
3: hundred
1: fifty plus hours.
2: It's
3: the the best time to play it too because they redid the UI. It's so much better. It's way better.
0: Yeah, you were playing it recently. I picked it up like just like maybe a month ago after waiting for like eight or nine months, and it's way different. Now they see. I mean,
2: it had since the game released last May. They've done like control updates, UI updates, like. I I if I remember it correctly, they added like storage containers. Those weren't in there originally. Like people mm-hmm. I, I remember stories of people like just dropping their items off on like some random tree and because they never disappeared, like that's their storage. <laughs> Well, that, and that was,
0: uh, yeah, that's that too, and there was also huge frame rate issues that the game had, and also like straight up bugs and glitches that are easy like the
2: bugs easily reproduce.
0: So, uh, especially frame rate, that was a huge. So yeah, wow.
2: obviously they've done a bunch of fixes, both performance and practical, and also the expansion. So it's like everything that's been updated to the game, kind of now. I don't know if it's all on the disc or anything, but it's all in this package. <laughs>
0: yeah. So that, as Kyle said, that's it's the perfect time. Also, which was just announced, like like. Minutes ago, uh, Edel Schools Online has a gold edition coming out. It's going to have all the DLC Imperial City or Orsinium, Thieves Guild, Dark Brotherhood, was just just put out like just after E3. Uh, Palomino, Horse Mount, and 500 crowns spent in game, which is their you know their currency that they use their premium currency. Now it's going to be 60 bucks, so that's that seems like a good deal. I've always, I've I really didn't like Elder Scrolls Online at first, but they've been adding so much stuff to that game that I've especially after E3, that seemed pretty cool. And so I might be trying that out sometime. Uh, Alex also talked about maybe picking that up too. So we've got that. We already talked about the uh, release dates for some of the games, but we also heard about just going through Steinsgate coming to Steam on September 9th in 1080p. I bet that's the remastered version that they put out in Japan <laughs> that was bundled with Steins Gate Zero. They decided to take it out and just release it separately
2: and charge people for it. Wait, it's the Ste- original wasn't uh, in 1080p?
0: The, no, the rem- they remastered I mean, like, Skynesade P- for Steins Gate Zero. Well, I mean, I
2: mean like the PC version that like isn't no. on Steam. It, I, uh, it huh, wasn't. That's weird.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. This what Steins Gate came out like years ago, so it's, well, I know. it's, it was, yeah, it, it wasn't, it wasn't up to those standards quite yet. I'm sure there's like ways. And it was to like it on, that, on but PS, it's it was like on PS3 and you
2: know and P- Vita, and I don't know. Yeah,
0: this is remastered. Mm. It's not like straight up like it, it's not upscaled or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. So this this was in Japan. Steins Gate Zero came with a free version of Steins Gate HD. So this is pretty much that game, but. By by for itself for, for for purchase. No price yet, um but I bet it's going to be like 30 40 bucks like most visual novels are on that store. Like I said September 9th Tomorrow Children, which uh, had a lot of fun. Me and Andrew, uh, also from a, a network site, missed, uh, from Nova Uh We had a lot of fun with Tomorrow Children at PlayStation Experience a long time ago. <laughs> like 2014, December. And so it's finally going to be out on Early Access for, on September 6th. Uh, they're going to charge people for that version. But when it eventually comes out later this fall, it's going to be free to play, which is great. Um, also, Mugen Soul Z uh, on Steam on August 25th. Care of Ghostlight Games. Uh, they've been putting out of a lot of the Compile Heart games on Steam. So that's going to be released. Full gamepad and full keyboard and mouse support. If you play your RPGs with mouse and keyboard, and why would you? But there's people out there that are crazy like that. Uh, Mystery Chronicles, One Way Heroics, coming to Steam on September 13th. I've got a review for One Way Heroics on the site, RPG site. Uh, that game's like a buck or two. So I highly recommend trying that out sometime. But this is supposed to be the their remake that they did. Now that they've got more budget uh, so I, I highly recommend looking into that just because it's kind of a cool thing where everything scrolls to the right. And so you're trying to run, like outrun the, this sh- creeping shadow that's coming to cover the whole town. And you have to be very quick about your movements or else you're going to be swallowed up. And you know, there's all these obstacles and enemies and buildings in the way you have to be careful about. And you have to kind of manage your time as the darkness comes closer. So that's cool. Uh, they also announced yokai watch 2 is going to be out in europe next spring so people that are upset that it's going to it can be out september 30th you can wait till next year and try it then which also kind of sucks <laughs> but that's that's being it's in europe that's sometimes. better
1: better than smt4
2: situation yeah. which is
0: weird because like nintendo of europe usually is a lot better when it comes to releases than nintendo of america ever has been but i guess they oh, see it, a bigger it's, audience it's, some,
2: it's just it's just some, sometimes the releases are weird like our bravely second and fire emblem were kind of like oh, switched boy. like europe got bravely second when we got fire emblem and then kind of vice versa it's like later
0: xeno blade and last story oh, and all oh, that stuff yeah. a historic, like we're, the most popular like excuses like we had to wait a year after it got, came out in europe to get uh um that game so and also below which is that xbox one dungeon Caller that's also coming to pc it's been delayed from summer to an unannounced date uh below seems to be in development forever capybara um been kind of saying like it'll be out when it's out and they said like we're hoping for the summer but it seems like it's still not done so that game must be a lot bigger than i give it credit for because it seems like a pretty simple straightforward games but hey game development is hard so i'm not gonna sit here and pretend i know what it's like uh, uh ben and amco announced little nightmares which is more of a, an adventure game but it's kind of like that the borrow, borrowers uh, which is that old english novel about tiny little people going through like a giant what seems like a giant house. So, it's mostly like kids walking around what seems to be like a a house made for giants. So, I guess it's like Jack and the Giant Beanstalk kind of level. Yeah, that's uh, really it's like a horror style though. It's it's really interesting. Um and then finally uh Princess is Money Hungry, which is the way Gamatsu translated it. It's a new RPG from Nippon Ichi for the vita action rpg it's got like kind of a 2d sprite up down and everything apparently the big theme is money as the, as the name states so uh, everything talks about like, getting money and uh, conserving it and and spending it wisely and all this crazy stuff it's got some cool artwork so they announced that uh and that's gonna be out sometime um uh, but that's that's kind of it is there anything else i'm missing here i don't think so so ah, yeah i think that's about it I okay <laughs> yeah, yeah, it seems like you gotta go, so let's wrap things up. So um once again you can so where you can find us, rpg twitter.com slash rpg site, that's where we're there, youtube.com slash rpg site net, uh Facebook.com slash can subscribe to us on TetraCast and iTunes, just do a search for that. Oh by the way on YouTube I also like I just mentioned before, Darren's gonna have a video of uh, Darius X Mankind Divided. I think we're planning on having him is do his own impression, so we'll be sure to link to that on the site itself, but uh, be sure to look forward to that we'll have that up in a, in a couple of days and then uh, we always like to mention our Discord channel, uh, for little, much more active than it used to be, uh, tinyurl.com slash RPG site Discord it's just like an IRC kind of chat room but way more media heavy so I'm sure you'll have a lot of fun if you come join with us there, We're, staff members are pretty active so come join us and chat with us so uh, lastly, want to thank of course my guests for this edition thank you Josh, Adam and Kyle for attending this one, appreciate all the Insight that you provide, and thanks for uh, having
3: us. Absolutely, thank you.
0: And yeah, uh, catch us next time in the next edition of the TetraCast. Bye, everybody.